this is so exciting because I'm not by myself this time. I am joined with conjoined twinned the birth of I don't know why oh my it's God. getting weird. I'm here. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> We're not conjoined twins. Dude, it's a completely different show whenever it's both of us. It's <laughs> oh like, my God. It's like my brain. You don't want to do you don't want to do the Game of Thrones thing? <laughs> one well what? <laughs> the twins. No. We are not blood related in any way. They weren't conjoined. I mean, they were joined a lot. Stop it. And that's what. Stop it. Too far. That's what made it weird. I can't wait until one of these days when we finally like have everything set up and we have visual, so people can see the looks I give you. (laughs) It's this is a hundred percent the type of podcast that should be a video. And it yeah. will be very soon, by the end of this year. Do I have to dress like a normal person when no, we do dude, that? No, dude, who cares? People listen to this show You're because we're us. You're going to see me in us. my PJs, just so you know. You won't see me in my PJs, <laughs> because then we wouldn't be able to post this. So welcome to another episode of Laugh and Be Blessed with both the hosts. That's right, it's not a solo episode like I've been dealing out like crazy. This time, I'm dealing you the good stuff. The first one was just to get you hooked, and now you get the good stuff for a little bit of a markup price. <laughs> so we're both... We're charging? No. no. Okay. <laughs> so it was a reference. Oh. Anyways, uh, I'm. This is nice. Yes. We don't do this enough. No, we don't. It's, it's like we've made a job for ourselves <laughs> that we enjoy doing, and still somehow can miss like weeks. Out. Somebody told me the other day, they're just like, "Do you still do your podcast?" And I was like, "Yeah, dude, we just put an episode out." And he was like, "When?" And I was like, and I pulled it up, and it was like. Two, two, two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I feel, I do feel bad, but you know well, we're we're ironing person, out. So. We're fi- well, I've been doing the solo ones. Like yeah. whenever I'm on the road, I actually recorded one last night and, and posted it. Okay. So that but those are just like bonuses. I'm gonna do those whenever I'm on the road by myself. They're just like 30 minutes of me just rambling. And I don't know if any of it makes sense. I may come off as like a pretentious, bleh, you know. I I don't I still don't want to cuss on the podcast. Yeah. But it's a word that starts with the same letters podcast. But I'm trying to say is like I just I I ramble a lot, and I hope I don't come off as like trying to tell people this is how you should live your life. Yeah. I'm always worried about. I that don't kind know because I don't listen. I know, <laughs> and it's fine. Maybe but, I should. But this is a good one. This is the one that I like. This yeah. is the, these are the ones. It was just funny because the one I recorded last night. I was like, I like these, <laughs> and, oh. and I do because so you like doing it by yourself. N- no, well, no, uh, <laughs> <nah>. <laughs> no. What I'm saying is, is that on the long car rides by myself, sometimes it's nice to talk, like just. Could you like to hear yourself? I can't hear anything. I put earplugs in. I don't like the sound of my own voice. <laughs> Whatever. I know. Uh, yeah, yeah. What a weird job I would have if I did not like the way I sounded. So, but yeah, this is us together, and there will be a surprise at the end of this episode that oh, you don't know about. So. I don't. So it's a surprise to me. We're bringing something back. <clears throat> but before we get into that, okay, I'm going to talk about some shows that I've been on. Yeah. Um, and everyone already knows, so I'm just going to talk about last night. <laughs> okay. Because I have kind of caught up with the other ones. But last night I had a show in Fairmount. Indiana. Mm-hmm. I had no idea where that was, and then I got there and realized, oh, of course I don't know where this is because it's in the middle of a bunch of cornfields. 
Uh, turns out they're bean fields. Someone in the audience told me. Cause I corrected I, you? Yeah, because I had, I had said something. I was like, you know, every time that I do a show that's not in Indiana, everyone's always like, whenever I say I'm from Indiana, they always say the same thing. Oh, a lot of cornfields out there in Indiana. And I don't notice that. Mm-hmm. But it's because of where we live. You get north, especially yeah. like north, I think it's like northeast, mm-hmm. a lot of cornfields. A lot of just flat, flat land. But yeah. like around here... You I, st- I still notice a lot around here. Yeah, but not like what everyone makes it seem like. Yeah. Everyone makes it seem like all of Indiana is just flat and it's just fields. Yeah. And it's not like that. No. But then going up there, I I was like, you know, I don't know who says that. And then I was like, no, man, it's not like that. I was like, and then I come up here and it turns out. It is weird it is going like up that. north because it's so it's much different. flatter. Yeah. But I had said, I was like, yeah, there's cornfields everywhere. And this lady in the front row was, was like, those are beans. Oh. And I was like, excuse me? And she's like, beans. <laughs> and I was like, beans? And she goes, beans. <laughs> and I was like, beans? And she goes, beans. Yeah, this year, next so year, weird. it's going to be corn. The year after that, it's going to be beans. It was very strange, but I was like, all right, so they're beans. I was like, dude, I don't know the difference between corn and beans. Do I look like a farmer? I was like, the stuff that I grow looks way different. <laughs> it was just a joke. I understand they look different, but when you're driving in a car, yeah. like, the fields are fields. Who cares? Yeah. Um, but and then she was like an older lady and i i was like i i'd said something i was like you look like somebody who smokes a lot of weed because <laughs> she had on a pair of pants like you wear yeah they, and they actually had like elephants on them and everything like oh. the pants that you wear around here so they were like all hippie boho pants so i was like yeah you smoke a little bit of weed and she's like nope never have and i was like your mouth says no but your pants say yes you know <laughs> and then i was like well, i you- don't smoke and i wear them I know, but you should. (laughs) I just feel like it would help everybody. But it was a great show. I was very surprised because I got there. I'd never been there before, and I get there, and... um, and it kind of sucks because it was uh, it was like a, a pizza slash bar, like a pizza place slash bar. It wasn't like a pizza. I didn't like stand <laughs> on a piece of pizza and was just like, hello. <laughs> but I... Pizza the Hut. <laughs> You're delicious. <laughs> it was... <laughs> it, was uh, it was like a bar, but they had a... And it looked like really good pizza. And they're like, you get a free pie and, and all the beer you can drink. And I'm like, thank you for offering me two things I can't have. <laughs> I was like, I, I can't eat gluten. A tall glass of milk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, I can't. What's wrong with my body? <laughs> the pizza is loaded with all the cheese you could want. Yeah, they're like, oh, it's the best cheese ever. And I'm like, well, check it out. And gl- <laughs> freaking gluten intolerant. Lactose intolerant. Lactose Recovered alcoholic. Recovered alcoholic. I was like, you guys got any meth in here that you want to <laughs> offer me? Jeez. So that was... Um, you know, an experience, but it was cool because I get there and I'm, you know, setting up for the show. I go outside, hang out for a minute, come inside and I look up at the bar and I think I see our friend Tina mm-hmm. at the bar and I, I like look like three times and, but as soon as she seen me come in, she turned like quickly, she turned and in the back of my mind, like, cause I had to set up my camera. I still had some stuff I had to do. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, was that Tina like avoiding me? <laughs> and I legit thought that's what it was. And it turns out that is what it was. They didn't want me to see them until oh. I went on stage. They were hoping that I would like start doing crowd work and then get to their table and be like, wait, what? Yeah. Because it was Tina and uh, Kevin Shaw and uncle Mark. Yeah. And it was, it was just like, oh, 
what are you doing here? Like, I walked over there because the show hadn't started yet. and Because I glanced over and seen them, and they're, like, hiding their faces. <laughs> and I was just, like, I had my arms up, like, what is happening right now? And so, but the people were already seated. Like, the show was going to start in, like, 10, 10 minutes or so. So people are already sitting down, like, in between us. And I just have my arms up. So there's just this weird <laughs> dude over in the corner. They don't, I mean, I guess if they seen the flyer, they knew that I was the headliner. Yeah. But they didn't know. Yeah. But I just have, like, my arms arms up in the corner like what are you doing and everyone keeps looking over at me except for them they won't look at me and i'm like hey 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 what are you doing like i'm just like arms up you screaming in this corner and then finally they look over and they're laughing and i was like what are you guys doing and kevin was like i guess you forgot that we're from fairmount and i was like forgot i I don't know where you're from. Yeah, I thought you were from where you live. <laughs> no, he said that they're well. They're from like the next town over, I guess, like Gas City or something. But oh, they're from right up there's there. There's a place called Gas City. There's also a uh, Star City. In Indiana. Yeah, I think I'm almost positive that's called. That are Star not City. cities. Not even a little. I don't even know if there's a gas station in there. It's Gas City, but there's no gas station. Uh, so I don't I know. know. Stars and Star City. Uh, I don't know, but uh, Fairmount. Uh, Funny enough, is where um, James Dean is from. Oh. He's from Fairmount, Indiana, and also Jim Davis. Really? Do you know who Jim Davis is? Garfield. Okay, that's my girl. Give me five. Because I, I, I thought you okay. were just doing the thing where you're like, really? And then I was going to be like, who is he? And you're like, no clue. Do you realize, like, we used to go to the library all the time when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and I would get stacks of the Garfield comics. Of yeah, the books I did not know that. And read them all the time. Really? Is that yes. why you love lasagna so much? Oh my God, you really do. That's oh messed God. up. <laughs> that's messed up. Only my mom's. Yeah. Well, it's it's strange. Uh, would you like read Garfield and eat lasagna? I'm, I'm sure saying it's a strange I did. coincidence. I'm I'm sure I did at one point. That's amazing, dude. That's so cool. Um, I the only comics I really read whenever I was a kid. Uh, mom and dad for some reason they kept it in their bedroom, which creeps me out. Uh, now thinking about it, this is weird. Uh, the magazine I liked it was under Dad's bed. <laughs> no, it was in the bathroom. But um, it was—I think it was called B and C Comics or BC Comics—and hmm. it was like a caveman. Oh, uh, they were, and I—I'm I, almost positive they were called BC Comics. Dude, I think I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I loved those. I I used to read those. Those are the only comics I read whenever I was a kid because I just didn't have any. I had no access to comics. I never went to the library unless it was at school. Yeah, these were in the Sunday paper. I yeah. used to read these. So too. they had like a, a like a book of yeah. those, and I loved those. I yeah. thought those were fantastic. Mm-hmm. I liked them a lot. And then we had an NES game called Caveman Games, mm-hmm. and the character, one of the characters you could play, looks just like that guy. Oh yeah. So me and mom would play that all the time, and I was just like, "This is so cool!" Like I read about him now. I'm playing this, is, and it, I'm an idiot. It's funny thinking like, "Oh, I never read comics growing up," because you know, because comic strip you don't think about. Well, but and you also think about things like superhero comics and right. stuff. But I would get the books of the comic strips. I would read all every comic in the Sunday paper and then I would get anything from the Archie universe. I read those all the time. See, I never read like Archie we never and got a Sabrina. Paper. Yeah, we never had a paper. No. Like where we were at, we didn't care about the news. Like Yeah. Um but so no paper, no no comic strips like that, but I read that book and then whenever I was a teenager, well, I don't know. 
I guess I was a teenager. Again, we've talked about this on the show before. I never know ages. Yeah. Ever. I yes. never know what age I was. It was the year... It, I think it was the year that dad married his second wife. Okay. I think so. Um, also, you know, technically Still, his current yeah. wife because they never got a divorce. <laughs> so weird to me. Yeah. Uh, but my stepbrother, my older stepbrother had Beavis and Butthead comics. Oh. Okay. And I wasn't allowed to read them because oh. I was too young. Oh, okay. So but you I did. read them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. So those are the like first actual comic books that I read. Mm-hmm. And I, I liked them a lot. And I always wanted to read comics, man. Like, I always really, really wanted to read them. I would see friends at school have comic books, and I would, like, peek over their shoulder and stuff. But I just never had any. Mm -hmm. And there wasn't, like, a lot of... um, Places to get them. Well, there wasn't a lot of places to get them. There was really... I mean, I can't think of any place in Spencer that sold them. I never seen them. Probably in the grocery store. I'm sure, but I never seen them. Actually, I take that back. Babs used to... You know now where they have, like, the... um, like the local food, like back yeah. by the deli, yeah. that used to be a magazine rack yeah. way back in the day. And I do remember uh, magazines there. I never seen any comics, but I'm assuming they were probably there. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't, I couldn't just stay and look because mom's like, come with me. Yeah. Um, and I also never really went to the grocery store with her. Yeah. It was only a handful of times, probably. No. I mean, we would just stay home. Yeah, that's what you do. You leave the kids at home uh, and you go by yourself. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense now. Then it sucked. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it makes sense now. But, uh, I, it, but what I was saying is, like, not growing up, not a lot of kids thought it was cool. Like, mm-hmm. you were, if you read comics, you sucked. Yeah. Is the way everybody looked at it. But I really wanted to read them. So, like, no one talked about them. Mm-hmm. So, if kids in school read comics, they didn't talk about yeah, them occasionally. Yeah, unless you were in their group. Exactly. Yeah. Like, occasionally I would see kids reading comics and kind of, like, peek over their shoulder and, like, look at them and stuff. Yeah. But they would put them up really quick. Yeah. And uh, that sucks. Like, I'm happy that now it's cool to read comics. Right. That makes me happy. But... Why, why'd you giggle like that? You it's just like the shame of a comic book. But it's true. Like, yeah. you didn't want to get made fun of. So we said all that to say I had a great show last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, uh, it really was. Kyle Buck, uh, a host of the show, he's the one who put it on. And it was uh, Joe Swanson actually came in and did. <laughs> I'm thinking, was that, is that, isn't that the guy's name on, on Family, Family Guy? Guy? Yeah. Yeah, like, as I said it, I was like, wait a second. Are you looking it up just to make sure? Yeah, but I'm 90% sure that's the dude na- dude's name. I think so. It's Joe Swanson. Yeah. How did I never put that together? As soon as you said it and you made that face, I thought that you screwed up no. the guy's name from last night. The- I was thinking maybe, but how have I never thought about it? And so Joe Swanson had, like, a guest spot, and then Shanna Sung was there yeah. as a feature, and... Uh, it was a fun show. Everybody, I feel like everybody did great. Everybody had fun. It was really great to see them, and I, I'm very, I'm just very thankful. It was fun. Mm-hmm. I like doing shows uh, around home, so it's nice. The thing that sucks about doing shows around home a lot of times though is people are like, "I want to come see you. I want to come see you," and I'm like, "Eh, eh." <laughs> it's like see me now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to come see me do stand-up. <laughs> Just wait. They want to see you in that environment. I know, but then I get, like, weird. I feel weird about Why? it. Why? I don't know. It's weird. That's weird. It, it's like, okay, uh, you know, like, let's say you're an adult film star and your family wants to come watch you at work. Is that weird? I don't know. It depends on why you start in the business. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, I was asking a question, and you 
made That's a it. legitimate answer. I mean, I guess, but geez. I feel like regardless, it's weird. If Nana comes watch you, it's weird. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm a nurse, and my sister and niece are there all the time, and I don't feel weird. They're also nurses. If comics come see me, I don't care. So if your family were comedians... And they were on the show at the same time. It wouldn't be weird. I think. <laughs> I think. I, I don't even I know. Think. I don't even know why it feels weird. Do you I feel just, weird when I'm there? No. I just feel like, I, I guess I feel like, am I going to be funny? Yeah. You know, like, I don't okay. want them to come see me and then be like, oh, well, that's what you're doing? Yeah. And that I guess like that's you, like what I'm always worried about. You're worried you're going to have a bad night, and then they're going to be like... Or a great night, and it still not be what they thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> like, a great night to me might be them being like, what is he doing? Aw, uh, I don't like, think so. Like, the JMU shows, I would prefer no one that knows me to go to those. Why? <laughs> it gets weird at the end of the shows. <laughs> it gets very strange and very weird, and I'm like, let's not post any of those clips. When the three of us go on stage together, I'm like, all right. <laughs> all right oh god it gets so weird but oh. it's so much fun and it's uh, it's wild that i get to do this yeah. stuff like if anyone has ever listened to any podcasts with like jay muse and kevin smith you know that they do games and jay started to do a game with the with me and aj and him and it's exactly what you probably think and it's Makes people happy. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's amazing. Giggle. Yeah, it's amazing that uh, seriously, I, it, it blows my mind. But Fairmount was great. It was super fun. Um, but we have so much stuff to talk about in this episode. We've we've not done it for so long. I know. So uh, what do you? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it to you. What do you want to talk about first? Uh, let's do what we've been watching. Good, because that's right up next. All right. <laughs> Mark your calendars. Jake could be coming to a town near you. Yeah, by me saying that's what's up next, I mean that's what's up after this. (laughs) (laughs) But let's let's talk a little bit about where I am going to be because I actually don't have a lot of public shows coming up. Um, A lot of private gigs, but this weekend, September, September. I'm skipping it. I'm wow. skipping a whole month. August 20th, I'm going to be in Story, Indiana with AJ Wilkerson, and we are doing our two man show, Shake and Jake. Uh, so Brian excited. Smiley is going to be the host. Yes. I'm very excited about that. Brian Smiley is uh, one of my friends that I grew up with. I've been wanting him to do comedy with me since pretty much I started, and he finally started last year, I believe. I think it was like towards the end of last year, the beginning of this year, but he started uh, doing comedy and he's, he's doing great. Everyone in the scene loves him. And uh, I was very excited whenever they said that he could host the show. Yes. So Brian Smiley is going to be there, me and AJ. And I would say at one point, I'll probably pull Brian up on stage with me and AJ yeah. while we're doing the two man show yes. and tell some Brian, Brian stories. Okay. Uh, I think that'll, it'd be fun. That'll get Brian. Well, he's got a really funny story that I forgot about. Uh-huh. And, um, it's about I. Whenever I was trying to do that <laughs> University of Phoenix, whenever I was like, I want to go to college online. Oh my gosh! I was I, we didn't have a computer, so I was having to go to his house. Yeah. Whenever he had that apartment and use his computer, <laughs> and he said that he he tells it way better than I do. But I guess I was in his room at the computer, and he went to take a shower. <laughs> And he said that he came back in from the shower to open his door and walks in and immediately falls to the floor because of this shooting pain in his foot 
And both of his feet was hurting really bad. And he said, I spun around in the chair and pointed at him and just started dying laughing. <laughs> oh my God. And he looked over and I had put thumbtacks right at the front of his door. So, so when he walked in, he stepped on him. So he's in a towel naked and steps on these. And he's going to pull him out. Oh my God! I would never do it today. You but back then, that was Jesus. so funny. He thinks it's funny now. I think I don't know. But anyways, uh, that's oh a story God. you might hear Brian tell this Saturday, uh, August twentieth at Story Inn in uh, Story, Indiana. Uh, so that's going to be a whole lot of fun. And then the twenty fourth, I'm in Elizabethtown College. I'm at Elizabethtown College in Elizabethtown, Pennsylvania. The 25th, I am at North Northern Virginia uh, College. And then the 26th, I'm at uh, Pellissippi State College, which is weird because Pellissippi, not a no state. state. Mm-hmm. Tennessee is, and that's where it's at. <laughs> so that's strange. And then the 29th, I am in Dallas, Pennsylvania. Okay. <laughs> I know. The 30th, I'm uh, at Penn State Dubois in uh, Pennsylvania. And then the 31st, I am at UVA, Wise, Virginia. And then September 1st, I am in uh, Castleton University at... Uh, I'm at Castleton University wow. in uh, Castleton, Vermont. Um so, yeah, a lot of stuff coming up, and then I'll be home for a few days. Then I'm back out at uh, Cayuca College, New York, and then Penn State, Mont Alto, Pennsylvania. Both of those shows are on the 7th, so one of them is an early show and one of them is a late show. And then on the 8th, University of Pikeville, September 9th. I uh, Those are all colleges. I was going to say, are these open to the public or only college Those students? are Those are colleges, um, but I like to say them in case someone like works at the college or goes to the college or whatever can get yeah. in. So I do like to say them. But on September 9th, I am at Boss's Comedy Club in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Okay. That is a public show. Okay. Anybody can come to it, just go ahead and buy some tickets. I would really appreciate as many people as possible coming to this one because uh, we are only getting paid based off of ticket sales. Okay. So there's no guarantee there. Uh, we're getting a, a part of the door. So please, if you're anywhere near Sioux Falls, South Dakota, come out on September 9th and see me and AJ. And then uh, the 10th, another public show. So you guys can come out to this. September 10th, Glasgow, Montana. I will. Uh, I'll be there with AJ Wilkerson. So if you're anywhere near Glasgow, Montana, which who is? That's in the middle of nowhere. I don't go to Montana. Oh my God. Well, uh, probably not. Probably not that one. Yeah. Sorry, because it's just going to be in the middle of a run. But on September 14th, how about uh, how about you guys in Washington, Iowa, come out and hang out with me and AJ? Because we're going to be at Lebowski's. Ooh. I know. It's a bowling I love alley. It. I love There's it. There's a comedy club in a bowling alley. I'm 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 stoked for it. I can't wait to be heckled by bowling pins falling down. <laughs> a lot of fun. So that's September 14th and 16th. Lebowski's both nights. We're gonna be there 14th and 16th. What's going on the 15th? The 15th. Funny you say that because I'm at Northwest Iowa College. Okay. And that is in uh, Kalmar, Iowa. 
<laughs> Weird. Uh, <laughs> that's during. That's at 1 p.m. That show's at 1 p.m. And then at 8 p.m. I will be at Kirkwood College. That's in Cedar Rapids. Um, that's the 15th. 16th again, Lebowski's. Uh, you should be there. It's going to be a good time. And then on the 21st, I will be uh, in Lake Charles, Louisiana at McNeese State University. The 22nd, I will be at the University of North Texas at Dallas. So Dallas, Texas, the 22nd. Yeah. And those are my September shows. And luckily after that, I've got about two weeks off. Okay. So it's going to be a very rough As of right month. Now. Uh, no, I'm uh, unless it's a big show, I'm not going to book anything. Those I, I well, I'm one gonna, of the weeks is the kids' fall break. So yeah, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to be home. Yeah. After all that run, but so that's where I'm going to be. Uh, yeah. You can you can check out. Um, I always update where I'm going to be on my Facebook page. It's where I'm the most active. I'm working on maybe doing some um, some video like, hey, you can see me here. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't, but I'm not doing it right now. So go to Facebook. Check that out. Uh, it's just at Jake Rubel. Or uh, all of those shows, I think, yeah, for the rest of the year pretty much with the exception of a few shows, me and AJ are together. So uh, if you go to ajwilkersoncomedy.com, uh, there's tickets to all of our shows. Oh, okay. Um, the, co- the college ones, obviously, there's no tickets because if you're staff or you go to college there, it's a free show. Okay. So that's what's going on there. Now, what did you want to talk about? What we've been watching. Oh, yeah, that is up next. What are we watching? Funny would it have been if I just didn't do it. <laughs> if I was like, that really is up next, and then I just did something else again and just kept doing it. But I didn't do that because we do want to talk about what we've been watching yes. because some of it has been great. Um, I don't know why I said some of it as if some of it hasn't been. I can't think of anything that we've watched so far that's mm. not been great. I can. Can you? Yeah. Hmm. Something I was not impressed with. Really? Yep. Well, um, I guess let's talk about it because why don't you why don't you talk about it? Why? So, um, I was behind on a show that Jake and all the kids were caught up on, so I finally got oh, caught up. Oh man, no on, spoilers on Stranger Things uh, season four. Uh, I've been hearing a lot about it. Everyone talking about how amazing it is, and I do like Stranger Things. I do not. Like <laughs> yeah, you it. like the weirdest stuff. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> I do not like it as much as everyone else does, but I do really enjoy the show. Yeah. Um, season you know what? four. You know what? Spoilers ahead. If you've not yeah. watched Stranger Things yet, go ahead. Let's see. We're at 27 minutes. Go ahead and skip to 30 minutes. So yeah. the next few minutes, we're going to be talking about it. And then if we hit the 30-minute mark and we're still talking about it, I'm going to go, no, 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 not yet. <laughs> so go ahead. So pretty much the reason I did not enjoy this season is there is it was boring. There's parts of it where it's, um, gosh, what's the town they live in? Why, why can I not Hawking. remember? Hawkins. Yeah. If they're in Hawkins, that part of the show is great. Right. But then there's stuff that takes place in California and um, Nevada and stuff that takes place in Russia. I really don't care. Okay, so the Russian stuff, I didn't mind as much. It was so drawn out, though. Uh, The California stuff, too. Like, I get all that was important, but it was so drawn out. Well, it could have been done in an episode. 
Or yeah. maybe two episodes. Yeah. But the fact that it, like, they strung it. And I get it because, like, at the end, like, it all wraps up together. But, but it didn't have to. It still would have yeah. been great if you didn't. Now, again, heavy spoilers. Heavy, heavy spoilers so, here. Uh, yeah. Please watch it before you listen. I don't like the fact that they didn't all come together till the end. Right. I thought that was <clears throat> just pointless and silly and ridiculous, and I didn't like okay, it. Okay, we have two minutes. Eddie. Yeah. Thoughts on Eddie? Great character. Um, did not rip me apart like everyone else. Now, for one, I did know that he was sure. going to die yeah. because there were spoilers. But Oh, my God. Geez, spoilers. Jeez. <laughs> this is the only season he's been in. Steve, Dustin, if they would have, oh, I would have been ripped to shreds. Yeah, but Eddie, my thing I was is, like, oh, that's I loved him. I I really, He's really loved him. And yeah. I and I was worried they were going to do it. And I kept saying, we have one minute. I kept saying, I know that this is what's going to happen. I know that they're mm-hmm. going to kill him off. I have to get this in real quick. Eddie dies. Okay, so Vecna, I've told you this before, but yeah. Vecna is real in D&D. Vecna's right-hand man is a vampire in D&D. Eddie died by bats. And uh, the, the he's going to come back as a vampire and be Vecna's right-hand man, I think, because what? What happens in D&D is that Vecna's right-hand man, who is a vampire, he kills Vecna, and he becomes the good guy. And I think they're, they're going to do that with Eddie. And if they don't do that with Eddie, then that's complete bull malarkey. Yeah. And I think that they really should, because it's bull. Because I love that character so much, I thought he was awesome. Jesus. No, I think he was amazing. He was an awesome character. Yeah. And the fact that they introduced him, and then he died like that, was I <laughs> So, they have to do that. If they don't do that, then this show sucks. So, they have to do that. And that is what I think about Stranger Things. <laughs> that's 30 minutes. Thank you so much. Uh, now, and, and you can continue to listen you now. Can, yeah, we're done so with that's, that. So non-spoilers, it just didn't do it for me. Right. Um, so I was a little disappointed by that. And then, uh, oh, I finished re-watching Game of Thrones. So I am all prepared uh, for, gosh, is it next Sunday? Is that is the it? 21st? Yeah, next Sunday. Oh, dude, I'm home, House too. Of the Dragon starts. We can watch yeah. it. I'm home. So, bad thing about this is, uh, you know, like, Stranger Things is a Netflix series. You get that all at once. This is an HBO series, and we are going to have to go week by yeah, week. Yeah, but I think that's going to be good for our schedule. Yeah, Because I so. we, uh, I won't have time to binge watch it. Yeah. Well, I guess if it came out on Sunday, we could before I left, because yeah. I have to leave either yeah. late I'll either leave Tuesday afternoon or Wednesday, probably Wednesday morning. But, I mean, it is good for our schedule. Uh, we'll, we'll get more into this with the mental health. But uh, now that I've, I've switched jobs and everything and I'm on a more structured schedule, yeah. um, things are going to be a little bit easier here at home. <clears throat> so, okay. I'm super... Uh, now, re-watching it, uh-huh. uh, I, I loved... I love the whole thing. Uh, the first time I watched it, it took me a while because really all I cared about was what was going on with Daenerys. Now right. rewatching it, obviously I know why. See, it's and I only important. cared what was going on with Jon Snow. Yeah. And I, but here's here's my issue with it. <laughs> Spoilers, but what's Game of Thrones? Come on, yeah. people. Um, my issue with it. This is a big spoiler because this is the oh, end of the yeah. show. This is going to be a huge spoiler. Is that they? built up who Jon Snow is. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm not I'm going to try not to spoil it cuz there are people that are late to watching it. Yeah. They built up who Jon Snow Amber. is. Yeah, oh, okay, so good. Yeah. Okay. So they built up who he is and then we never got the payoff 
oh, of yeah. who he is. Yeah. I thought that was garbage. It's like, okay, doesn't matter. And you're like, all right. Yeah, so there was consequences. Sucks. But I did like what no happened payoff. with him. I'm not going to go yeah. through it, but that's where he belongs. Yeah. So oh, I, I am cool with that. And I think, it, like, he he's happy there. No, absolutely. Um, So, and uh, with re-watching it, I realized... I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I know you kept saying that. You're just like, I don't remember this. And I'm like, you were sleeping. So w- me and Jake first started watching the show together when it originally came out. And I kind of fell off. And every once in a while, he'd be like, hey. Are you, you okay? W- Shut up. He'd be like, do you want to watch this with me? I'd be like, no, it's- you can't. I'm going to go to sleep. Do you think he's okay? <laughs> and- <laughs> That's always going to be funny to me. <laughs> And so I'd kind of like peek my head up and be like, what's going on? And, or, you know, I might get interested in an episode and I'd be like, what happened? And he'd, he'd catch me up on it. So I'm like in season two, season three, and I'm like, oh, I didn't really watch these. And then I get in season four and five and I'm like, I didn't watch most of this either, but I knew everything that happened and like some of the bigger episodes I did watch. But so that was kind of nice. Cause I was, I was like, oh, this is. This is how this happened. Okay. <laughs> the last two seasons, I did watch with you the entire time, but there was yeah. quite a bit that I didn't. So I'm I'm super excited for um, House of the Dragon that starts on the 21st. Well, I'm excited because I love Matt Smith. Yeah. Like, I talked about it before, but the, w- watching him and Charlie's Girls mm-hmm. as Charles Manson. Yeah. And I, I'm the weird kid. Like, Rob Zombie one time did this interview where he was like, you never want to be the weird kid in middle school who is obsessed with Charles Manson, but I was the weird kid in middle school that was obsessed with Charles Manson. Yeah. And I strangely was as well. Yeah. And it's not that I like Charles it's Manson. Just fascinating. Well, there's so much to him. Yeah. Like the like the the books that I've read, like he's not a good guy. No. And never it's has just been. Morbid fascination. But that's like, it, it's like it's, a train wreck. Like you can't look away. Like you've yeah. got to know what's going but on. But it's one of those. It's like I don't think anyone's like uh, inherently born evil for the most part. There's a couple of you out there that I'm like, yeah. you, there was no yeah. shot. But what I'm saying is, like, I don't think that for the most part, anyone is. It was the environment he grew up in but by the time he was like seven years no he didn't grow up in indiana but whenever he was like seven he was uh a lot of bad stuff happened Mm -hmm. like seven to ten somewhere but whenever he was like 10 or something he was Mm -hmm. he he was in a boy's school in Terre Haute. okay and i i don't know his aunt may have lived in indiana it's Mm -hmm. possible because he was living with his aunt somehow well he was living with his aunt well but people whenever people go like especially back then there probably wasn't a bunch of boys facilities so they would have to ship them somewhere um, and that stuff still happens in, like, prisons and stuff. Like, yeah. somebody gets arrested here, and for some reason they go to, like, Florida. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just a weird thing. But anyways, um, Matt Smith did so good in that. And mm-hmm. I've liked, I mean, anything I've seen him in so far, I've really liked. I, I Obviously, he's... It's my favorite He's doctor. my second favorite doctor. He's your... David Tennant. Oh. I love David Tennant. But, uh, but they're, like, neck and neck. They're right there together. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, so I'm really excited for it. I think it's going to be great. But we watched Moon Knight, and I did yes. talk about this on the solo, so I want to get your opinion on it. I loved Moon Knight. I, um, growing up, was always very fascinated with Greek and Egyptian mythology. Uh, I know way more about Greek mythology than Egyptian mythology. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because I, I just like the stories of the Greek better. However, I am in love with Egypt. That is my dream destination. One of these days I will go there. So anything that has to do with Egypt, I love. So Moon Knight was really like a show for me. Yeah. Yeah. I the I only have one issue with it. Hmm. I think all the acting was spectacular. Mm-hmm. I think all and again, I'm trying not to spoil stuff, but I mean, I put it in the con- the show notes and stuff. So if people see it, like you know we're going to talk about it. But like they do show like some Egyptian gods in the show. And I think all of the Egyptian gods of the show were amazing, except mm. for the main one. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like th- his design very much. Yeah. I was just kind of like, ah. Yeah. Every- everything else was great. It was, like, yeah. really, really cool and very detailed mm-hmm. and, like, just super, super cool. And then I, that was – but that's my only hang-up. Everything else, I think, was really, really fun. You, you know what my problem was, of course. Yes, because, yeah, because yeah. you you wanted uh, Anubis. Anubis, yeah, I and Anubis, Anubis isn't isn't in it, so that was yeah. That was I get maybe season two. Who knows? I hope so. But Moon Knight was a lot of fun. Then we watched Loki, and it's just okay. Yeah, we were behind on it. I, I don't even think we're caught up on it yet. Are yeah. we? Yeah, yeah, are yeah. We, we caught okay. up. Yeah, yeah, we watched the last episode. Yeah, it's it's just fine. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not like I think great. there's another season coming out. Maybe. Yeah, it's not great. It's no. just okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like fun to watch, but it's not something I will rewatch. Mm-hmm. Um, I finished watching Obi Wan Kenobi. I gotta watch it. Uh, it, it. It's that's another one though that. That was like the most Stephen King style of show I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Everything was just okay until the very end, and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And that was like very Stephen King-ish. Yeah. It was just like, like, just stick with me. Stick mm-hmm. with me. We're getting there. <laughs> We're going to get there. I know. So that was like, all right, you know. And then uh, we've been watching The Witcher. So that's Yes. The, now, are there any movies? Uh, we So from now on, I would like you to be the note taker on things we watch. Okay. So whenever I can do we watch, that. yeah, just whenever I have we watch pretty something. New, um, I was paper. gonna say on your phone, but that's fine too. No, I have pen and paper. Just, I just want to. That way we can kind of refresh because yeah. I can't remember any movies, that, any new movies um, that we've actually watched. I don't really think we have been. Yeah, we've been in a show mood. Yeah. We've been watching a lot of shows, but with The Witcher, we finally started watching mm-hmm. it. We tried to start it like three times, mm-hmm. and it was just a slugfest and by slugfest i don't mean fists i mean the little little guy who hates salts yeah and (laughs) and it was just oh my god oh that's weird slugfest is a salt and slugs hate salt anyways (laughs) it's (laughs) i'm so stupid um i i like it my issue with the witcher is this is that The Witcher is like three shows into one mm-hmm. um, for a while. Now it's starting to kind of come like together. It's kind of Game of Thrones, though. It is, but my issue with it is that the part that is just about The Witcher mm-hmm. is so good. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of like... It reminds me of the Hercules show I always wanted. Mm-hmm. And now, I like the Hercules show whenever I was growing up. If we went back and watched it now, it would be ridiculous, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But the Kevin Sorbo one, I really liked that. I liked Xena. Mm-hmm. I liked those shows because those were the first shows I watched that was Monster of the Week. Yeah. And those are my favorite types of shows. Oh, yeah. I like a show where you there's character development, but they're, it's a new quest. They're going to different places. Like, mm-hmm. I love that stuff. And for for The Witcher, part of that is that, mm-hmm. and in, in in a like 
perfect way. Yeah. The things that he says are exactly like there's how many times that I say something and then he would would say say it. it. Yeah. And I love that. So I I do think that The Witcher is a fantastic show. Mm -hmm. I think that it's very good. I just think that there's parts of it that I didn't care for as much. But now that it's coming together, I think the payoff will be worth it. I hope the payoff will be worth it. But um, I just wasn't into the other two stories going on. That's why... I couldn't get into Game of Thrones for a long time. There's too much going it, on. It was the same way. Now rewatching <clears throat> it, uh, even though it, it's showing you different people's stories, I understand that it's all coming yeah. together. And I think that's why I'm able to watch The Witcher now is because I'm like, ooh, I, I know what the payoff is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. So, so yeah. And then um, I am starting a show on my own because I'm behind with Jake uh, Lock and Key I've and I'm waiting to watch the new season until I can okay. watch it with you once you get so caught up so I uh, I'm just on episode one like literally started it today and you've never seen any of this show I've seen a little bit with you it's so but good literally just a little bit Lock and Key is one of, of those shows that's just like and it's it's Joe Hill yeah, yeah, Stephen King's son. Yeah. And the cool thing about Lock and Key is that it's a show that, like, there's some, I wouldn't say, like, kid stuff, but, like, young adult or teen things mm-hmm. going on. But then also, like, adults can get into it as well. Right. Like Fear Street. Yes. Like, I like, love Fear Street. Yeah, and Fear Street's great because it is kind of like young adult. Mm-hmm. It's like YA books. I mean, that's what it's based off yeah. of. And Lock and Key kind of has that same feel to it to where it's like I can watch it with Jasmine and both of us are getting good things from it. Yeah. Like we're both like, oh, I really like this. So mm-hmm. I, I'm i excited to start the new season with yeah. you. So hurry up. I'm going to try. I know. You get through stuff pretty quick. But yeah. I think that's all we've really been watching. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm more we've talked about I know. for a while. Well, I'm also going through X-Files again. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of whenever I'm hanging out by myself. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Pray. What? Oh, God, yes. Oh, my gosh. We did watch a movie. We did. Freaking loved it. So, my, I, my, used to be my favorite, like, alien franchise movie was Aliens. Mm -hmm. I loved Aliens. Mm -hmm. Predator, I liked, but I never, like, loved Predator. I loved Predator. Like, I loved Aliens. Well, you, I got, I, I got you to watch Alien vs. Predator, I think, because I loved Alien movies, so you started watching them. No, that's me. not even what brought me into Predator. Well, I know that we watched a Predator movie together, and you fell in love with the Predator. I watched the 2018 The Predator. Right. That was my first Predator movie. And I, I fell asleep watching it. Yes. Yes. And I was like, what have I been missing? Yeah. Because, oh, I remember I got you to watch it because I was like, you love action movies and sci-fi, and this is the perfect thing for you. Yeah. I was like, Die Hard's your favorite movie. Yeah. This is going to be perfect. And I think it was the only one that was available on, like, Hulu or something right. like that at so the time. So we watched that one. I ended up falling asleep watching it, but I've seen them all. And um, I just... Th- I don't know. I just there was something about Alien that I really like because Alien was like Jaws in space to me. Mm-hmm. Like you, but then rewatching Predator, it's kind of the same thing. Like 
the whole thing about holding back the monster until you can't anymore. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love the suspense of it. Mm-hmm. I love to where it's like, th- th- then you get a big reveal. Mm-hmm. And that I feel like that's how, that's Jaws, which is like one of my all-time favorite movies, which mm-hmm. is very hipster to say, I know. Actually, it'd be hipster if I said, Jaws is not my favorite movie because everybody loves it. Yeah. I don't care who loves it because it's a great movie. Yeah. We should all love it. Jaws. It was the first movie that really scared me, and I love it. That is wild to me. That, that Anyone was, being scared of Jaws is wild, unless did you're you watch in the it ocean when you were a kid? Lot. I don't think so. That's the thing is that when it's different when you're a kid and you watch it. If okay. it's if you if you've already watched all the Friday the Thirteenth and Nightmare on Elm Street and everything, then it is different. But whenever you watch Jaws, there's something, there's so many things that they do in that movie that's perfect. Mm-hmm. The again, not showing the monster quote unquote Mm -hmm. for, for almost all of the movie. He's got four minutes of screen time. Mm -hmm. Bruce is on screen for four minutes. It was only four minutes. Yeah. Four minutes of screen time. Yeah. And the way that John Williams scores that movie, it's, it's crazy because it's like, I was listening to the confused breakfast podcast the other day and they were talking about this to where, and I'd never noticed it until they said it. I've always loved the dun, 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 dun. You know, I've always Mm -hmm. loved the Jaws theme, but Anytime you hear someone doing it, it doesn't sound right. It's just like, okay, that sounds more like R- Randall and Clerks, mm-hmm. and Salsa Shark, you know? Somehow he makes it sound like it's underwater. Oh. He makes it like sound. Muffled. Yeah, like. Oh. Yeah. And it's completely different. And I think that that, to me, like, that really set the tone to that movie. But the, the whole movie's great. I, I think that Quinn is one of the greatest. Uh, characters of all time. Mm-hmm. I just, I've always loved that movie. So, Alien was kind of like my Jaws in space. Yeah. And but then rewatching Predator, like now that we've watched all of them, I like the first Predator movie. You don't see Predator until like the Mm-mm. end of the movie. No. You have no idea what's going on. So I, I do, I like that. And then the more that we've been watching them and everything, I'm like, you know what? Like, Alien is just like a monster. Mm-hmm. Predator is a very sophisticated individual and it's not one it's mm-hmm. there it's, it's a whole bunch of them mm-hmm. it's a whole planet of predators mm-hmm. and like it, it there's it's scarier because it's like no no he, he him gonna get you mm-hmm. him gonna get you mm-hmm. so prey's cool because also oh, so cool well dances with the wolves is like my other favorite movie right that's my go to sleep movie mm-hmm. and it's like it's crazy because it's it, it takes place in uh, America mm-hmm. during the Native Americans. Yeah. So it's like you're watching the Predator fight Native it's Americans. It's like a early, early settler days. Right, yeah. I can't remember what year it said it was, but it's so yeah. good. I mean, it's so much fun. I think it's like 15-something. And the main character, uh, I think, was great. I yeah, think that she did an amazing job. Amazing. Everybody in the... And it was just a really fun yeah. movie. Uh, very surprised. It, did uh, you see people online giving flack about a female? No. I, I feel like I read that somewhere like I've something. been seeing the opposite. Oh, really? Yeah, I I've been like the opposite. I feel like i seen something about someone sticking up for the fact that it was a female because other people were making a big deal about a woman being the one. No, No, I've seen, I seen like a lot of um, like previous actors that were in the Predator Mm -hmm. franchise, like, um, like Jesse Ventura, Mm -hmm. praise her. 
and mm-hmm. be like, welcome to the family, you yeah. know, welcome to the predator Which family. Awesome. Yeah. I think that's great. I love seeing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And also I, I feel like I'm saying, and so much. Ugh. And now As that I well, say it, now that I say it, everyone's going to hear it. Yeah. That's stupid. Good job. <laughs> trying so hard not to say it and and then and then and then and then and then not gonna uh what i love about it is not only uh is it set in the past uh back when native americans owned the land that they're supposed to own mm-hmm. but predator itself is, is more very, primitive. It, very primitive. Yeah. And that... Still still technology and everything, obviously, yes. because he flew a spaceship to get right. here. But, like, yeah, helmet, all that stuff yeah. is different. Is is a more primitive form of the Predator. Right. I, I just loved... I love Predator so, so much. It is the, it, it is the, uh, the most viewed, best rated, I, I, I think, or something, um, Hulu... Uh, thing ever really yeah it's oh, it's getting awesome. great yeah and it deserves it yeah uh, it a does. lot of people are mad they're like why didn't we get a theatrical release of this the, they're like we should have watched this on the big screen and it's like well we did so yeah uh, <laughs> it's, i didn't realize it didn't come out on the big screen no it didn't just hulu so that is what we've been watching yes. that is all of it so uh we will be talking now about what we've been playing What games are we playing? We've been playing so many games. Uh, <laughs> I mean, since our last podcast, we really have. Oh, so yeah. we're uh, officially moved into the outbid. Yes. So uh, we've got it set up in here now. Um, all of the gaming systems, for the most part, are out here. Uh, all, most of the, well, half of the board games yeah. are out here. Yeah, we still got a few more. Uh, we've got a nice TV f- uh, to watch movies and stuff. We we got a nice couch. I love, I love when college kids move. Yeah. You just get such good deals because they're just like, <laughs> I can't take it with me. Yeah. B- back home, so yeah, give me a hundred bucks. And I was like, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so got some really great stuff, very cheap. And the next time that happens, we're getting a new TV for inside the house. Yes. So, um. But we have been playing a lot of stuff uh, lately, so we'll start with the board games. Me and mm-hmm. Chia had a really... We've actually had two or three really good game nights yes, out here. Yes, we have. Uh, we had one with uh, Amber, Chia's sister, came over, and then her daughter Haley and her boyfriend Nate also showed up later that night. Yes. That was so much fun. Oh, it was a blast. We played Cards Against Humanity. Um, we played DC... Universe, yes. the, the, the deck you building and game. played that, yeah. Uh, I, and I think that's all we played yeah. was those those two games. But it was so much fun because I love Amber. And, yeah. you know, we used to live with her. And now we don't see her very often. And I really miss yeah. her a lot. I mean, I get to see her at work a lot. And that's I nice. Don't. But <laughs> yeah, like we don't I get just, to just hang out and chill very often. Yeah, so. and I mean, I, we're, I know we're all busy with stuff, but... She's one of my favorite people, yeah. so I love whenever she can come over. Well, that's good. <laughs> that's very good. <clears throat> and then um, we had, <clears throat> excuse me, we had, uh, talk for a second so I can drink So something. then uh, me and Jake <clears throat> had a night where we just played games. We had a, like two nights like this yeah. where we played um, Magic the Gathering. 
is one of my favorite games. It took me a while. I, there's still concepts I don't understand. Yeah, and I'm sure that we're missing a lot of things, yeah. but who cares? That's what's fun about board games is you yeah. can kind of, if you're having fun playing it. That's the whole purpose. Who cares? Yeah. Unless you're like playing like with a bunch of people who played a different way or whatever, but if yeah. this is how we play it, then it's fine. Yeah. And I do like playing that unless you have a sp- your specific deck. Yeah. And then I I'm usually not a only fan. play with my white deck. Uh, the key to <laughs> enunciate deck, enunciate the e in deck. Deck. You play with your white deck. My white deck. <laughs> I guarantee it sounded right the first time. Uh, okay. No, it sounds right. <laughs> no, trust me, it sounds. It sounds, it sounds pretty good. <laughs> but yeah, so Magic the Gathering is a lot of fun, and um, the, I do key, like playing it. The key to it is you just got to stack it with flying creatures. Yeah, but then I, but the th- that's the thing is that I'm learning that about your uh-huh. deck. So now <laughs> I'm stacking my deck. You want to see this? <laughs> I can't, I can't even. It was so funny in my head. <laughs> was he gonna go want to see my dick? Is that what you're gonna say? My dick. My dick. Look at this dick. <laughs> Dang, dude, you got a big old dick over there. You stacking that dick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you better wrap that dick. <laughs> Anyways, um, you're a pervert, and this is a family show. We. <laughs> <clears throat> we played that, and then oh, we. <clears throat> so the first night is we just wanted to play like I think we just played Magic the Gathering. We may have played something else. Oh, we played Magic the Gathering, and then we have a new blockbuster game. Yeah. Um, that oh is, yeah. It's called it's called uh, uh, Blockbuster and Chill, I think. Yeah. And it's a two player. So we have two other versions of this game. Yeah, and they're more like, like a party, party games. Game. Yeah. But this is just for two people and it's really fun because typically we really like competitive games. Yeah. But this is cool because at first we thought it was competitive. Yeah. And basically what it is is that you write down a movie and then your your um the other person, I was going to say partner, but you're I guess you're kind of yeah. partners. They write down a movie and then you put them in, in uh, like a little movie case. And then like give a them VHS case. So that way the, your, the other person can't see what movie it is and then you switch. And then you... Um, it's like an amped up <clears throat> 20 questions, but you get more than 20 questions. It, yeah, yeah. You'd like flip cards over and then you can be like, you know, is it anything like this? Or you can ask yeah. questions. You so. earn points and then so many points you have allow to guess, you to ask certain questions. Yeah, and you have to guess what the movie they chose. Yeah. So whenever we fir- our first round... We were going for hard ones. Yeah, because I was like, I'm going to choose one she'll never get. And then it's like, all right, now you, now you win if they guess it. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> Uh, so we played it uh, the first night. We played it a couple times and really enjoyed it. And then I did. Th- I did get it. Yeah. Yeah. The next. My, my night, final question was: Is this a very disturbing movie? And you said, Yeah. Yeah. And it was Society. Yeah. Yeah, and I chose Society because I thought that this you would never get this movie. Yeah. It's it, and but then I kept like whenever I realized, oh, this is what we're supposed to do, I was just like, oh, my God, I hope she gets it. And you did, and I was yeah. so excited. And that's what was fun about it is it's like it's a fun game to play with a spouse because you are – it's like it's just a good exercise mm-hmm. and so much fun. And then the next night we came back out here and we played more games, and we decided, okay, we're going to at least – 
Because as anyone who listens to the show knows, we have so many board games that's not even opened. Mm -hmm. Because whenever I'm on the road, sometimes I'll go to local game shops, and if they have a clearance rack and it's super cheap board games, I'll just buy them up. Mm -hmm. Especially whenever I go to Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. Because there's a specific game shop there. I can't remember what it's called. I think it's called like the Game Tower or something. But... They have the best clearance rack. Well, mm-hmm. that's not true. Arkansas has the best one. Okay. But that's the second best. Yeah. But this store, I like this store better. Because mm-hmm. even, like, the brand new games they have are, are great prices and stuff. But, mm-hmm. I, man, I just, I love doing that and then bringing them home. But then we just have games that we want to play, so we don't even mess with them. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, all right, we got to change this. So, like, let's play at least one game. Mm-hmm. And we played a game called, is it called Wastelands? Is that what it's called? No, it starts with an R. Uh, <clears throat> oh, Jesus. I know. I'm. What is it called? Are we still it's on? Not waste, yeah, it's not Wastelands? No, they're in the Wastelands, but that's not what it's called. It starts with an R. Should be right here. Somewhere. It's not Rampage, I know that. Renegades, no. That's close, though, I feel like. Uh, Raiders, Raiders. I think it's Raiders. I don't know. Let's see if I'm right. Keep talking. You post Radlands. I was way off. No, you wasn't. Uh, Raiders is is close. Well, there's Raiders in the game. Yeah. So it's called Radlands, and it is so much fun. Mm -hmm. It is. It took a minute to figure it out, but once we did. Yeah, once you get it figured out, it's very simple. Uh, Basically, like, you have um, three cards. That are like camps, like three different camps. Your opponent mm-hmm. has three different camps. And then you have um, <clears throat> characters that you would draw. So it's a card-building mm-hmm. game. So you draw characters, and then you can put them in front of your camps. Then you can attack your opponent's camp. And the goal is to get rid of all three of your opponent's mm-hmm. camps. And the biggest resource is water because it's a post-apocalyptic game. Mm-hmm. The artwork on it is so awesome. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. it's, it's beautiful, very, cool. very punk, very, like, punk apocalyptic yeah um which i didn't even know was a thing but it's uh, it's beautiful so it's really quick game thing. you've seen mad max how many times i mean i guess that's true yeah. i just never really thought of it as punk yeah, but yeah I did. yeah always uh, this is very like very mad max game yes uh, and it, it is so much fun um once you do kind of pick it up it's very easy to play very quick game mm-hmm uh, so, yeah, we really enjoyed that. And then also we played for the first time um, Harry Potter, uh, what is it called? Duel, Duel Against the Dark Arts, I think is what it's called. It's yeah, a Harry Potter like deck that. building game. And and you're dueling against each other. And it's really cool. Uh, you'll, you have certain um, things that will allow you to cast so many spells. Mm-hmm. And then you also have a chance to heal and... Stuff like that, and it's yeah. just a lot of fun. You played that with Jasmine, right? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, she liked it a lot too. Yeah, and now that like we're sitting right here like this, mm-hmm. this will be so fun to play board games right yeah. here. Oh yeah, <laughs> like this is. I nice. thought about that. Yeah, yeah, the only thing that would be nice is if we had another one of these recliners instead of that chair, and then you could just swing it over, and then we could sit across yeah. from each other. But regardless, it's, it, this is nice. So the games, so those are like the board games that we've been well, playing. No, we played another one last night. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah we Amber, Amber taught us yeah. how to play Sushi Go. That we need to buy that game. Yeah, it's because fun it and is quick. Yeah, it's really quick to play. Really super super fun, 
It reminded me of Cockroach Poker. Yeah. It, um, which is another really, really fun, super simple game. Yeah. You can pick it up so quick. And it's only like 10 bucks or something mm-hmm. like that. 10 or 15 bucks. It's a, it's a cheap game. But it's a fun party game. Those are games that I really like for people who want to play board games with us mm-hmm. and they'll be like oh let's play this and i'm like well you don't want to play that game right it's like yeah that looks cool but dude you do you have two and a half hours yeah because not all, that's just the gameplay yeah not to mention the time that it's going to take me to explain how to play this game right. because it took us two days yeah so it's it does make it hard which i have a friend um that i grew up with james stewart who he plays board games a lot he's mm-hmm. a lot like us where he's got a good collection and I told him once we're done in here, uh, we'll have a game night and have him come yeah. over because he's also Dungeon Master. Oh, cool. So we talked about maybe like having a D&D campaign. I'm just like, dude, it's hard. Yeah. I'm like, I'm on the road so much. Whenever I'm home, like, I want to be home, you know. So if we do anything like that, it has to be here. Yeah. But even then, it's still taking time away from you guys unless we're all playing together. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I do like those easy games for that reason because they're like cards against humanity. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like they're really good like entry level like get a taste. Get a taste. You like it? Well maybe now we'll play the that's mm-hmm. why the D C yeah. deck building game's so great. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, if you like this, yeah. then maybe you should play this legendary encounters I'm, game I'm or really Marvel bad Champions. At explaining things and even No you're not. You, you no, you are the educator when we you play. Think so? Why do you uh, think I have you read I the instruction manual? I don't know. Yeah, you're the one who always reads it. Oh, okay. And then you tell me how to play. I thought that was like one of those the blind lean the blind type of situations. Maybe we don't know how to play any <laughs> games. <laughs> Probably not. But, um, yeah, that, so that's a lot of fun. I do want us to play more. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm home um, all this week, so hopefully sometime this week we can yeah. play some games. Maybe tonight, who knows. It's only midnight. I'm still awake, so. Well, I've got to stay up, so. All right, maybe we'll play a game tonight. So that's what we've been playing. I think. Oh, you know what we should do? You know how you do polls sometimes on our Facebook page? Yeah. You should do one with our new games. Oh, and be like, what should we play next? And they can decide which one of our games we've never played we play. Oh, dope. Okay, yeah, we'll take pictures of all of them tonight. That'll take it away from us, yeah. I dig that so much. Thank you. You're welcome. I have some ideas. You have great ideas. I mean, you're the best. So that's... um, So be looking out on the uh, Blessed Ones Facebook page. Yep, Jake and Chia Rubles Blessed Ones Facebook page. We will put a poll up tonight. And you can vote on it, so you will have an opportunity to vote on it before you even know what the hell it is. Because yeah. <laughs> I'll put it up before this podcast goes live. Um, and now for Chia's favorite part of the show. Yes. Here's what we're reading. So do you want to start with how many you've read, or do you want to talk about what you've read first? Um... Let's go with what I'm currently reading Okay. first. So what I am currently reading, Still Catcher in the Rye. It's my bathroom book, and yeah. So I don't, I'm not getting through it very fast. Um, the uh, uh, audiobook I was listening to was Meddling Kids. I'm going to have to re-download it from Overdrive. It, 
I need to start going to the gym more because I think that's the only time I'm going to actually listen to one. I know a lot I of mean, people... I didn't mean, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you need to. I mean, yeah, we need to. But um, I know <laughs> I a lot like, of yeah. people are like, oh, I do it when I clean and stuff like that. I... I can't do that. I'll get distracted. And then I'm like, I don't even know what I just listened to. My brain just doesn't operate like that. And then I am also reading The Dollhouse, which is volume two of the Sandman series, the graphic novel series Mm -hmm. by Neil Gaiman. So that's what I'm currently reading. Um, The Dollhouse, I will finish by the time this comes out. I'm, I'm like right there. So... By the time you guys are all hearing this, I'm currently at 57 books. So that's what you're at. You, but you don't get I will a, no, be at 58 a, by dude, the time everyone's get, no, listening. No, to you this. don't get to say that you're yes, at 57 yes. books, and that's where you're at. And you so, don't get a you don't um, get a future <laughs> podcast podcast <laughs> podcast. Don't you podcast to me? What do you that? Do you know what a podcast is? <laughs> that's actually where you um, on the news on live on the news uh, the the proctologist. <laughs> Um, it will prod you, will prod you on live television. Oh my god! It's a, it's a, it's a broadcast. No. Yeah. So I think that means that since uh, I last talked with everybody, I have. If you're right about the last time that I was on the podcast, which was July sixth. Um, oh, this is actually known as a broadcast now. Oh no, it's not. <laughs> Bend over, I'll show um, you. Oh my god. Let me check your prostate. Uh, means I have finished 13 books since the last time I talked 13 books in a month Um, so I'll go over them I read um, there's this book series called The Dark Verse I probably talked about The Predator which not like the movies Uh, that's book one in the Dark Verse series by Runix it's R-U-N-Y-X is the author's name Um, there's five books currently a sixth to come out later the this is my first real deep dive into a dark romance. Um, Would so you say that you jumped in head first? I I don't know where to you're the, going to the romance novel. Oh my god! Just asking. I hate you. It's just a question I'd like to know. I no feet first. Okay. <laughs> Can I say a cuss? No, you can't <laughs> say a cuss. <laughs> On here. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not a perverted cuss. You can't say a cuss. All right. What what cuss do you want to say? It's a thing that I've been hearing a lot on movies that I like. All right. Fair it's, warning, Jake's gonna say a cuss. I'm gonna cuss it. It's gonna be a little baby cuss. Wait. But it's gonna be a cuss. Just so y'all know, if you don't know us, we're not like people who think cussing's awful. No, dude, I cuss all the we time. We have sailor's mouth, but we do know that some younger yeah, people res- listen to this, so that's Well, not why. just that, but the other people just don't like yeah, it. We try to be respectful. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but we be cussing, dude. Uh, no, I've been hearing ass over tea kettle a lot, and what I think it's mean? fun. It's like if you fall, like you tumble, like head over heels. But you go over the tea kettle? Instead. I don't know what it means, but I'm a big fan of it. <laughs> okay, anyways. So the Dark Verse series, um, it's one of those series that you need to read the trigger warnings. There are trigger warnings. And each book gets um, a little darker. It's not, like, horribly dark, but I, I typically don't read this dark. And then after that, I read Neon Gods. It is a um, Hades and Persephone retelling. It's also a little darker. So after all of these books, I needed a little bit of a palate cleanser. So I read the um, Orchid Valley series by Lexi Ryan, who is my favorite 
yeah. romance author. They're spicy books, but they're not dark. Right. They're very lighthearted, and that's what I needed. And then I read... Um, it's like if Nicholas Sparks got a little bit more real with his books. Yeah, I always say it's like if... Because um, the, that's the closest to a romance novel I think I've ever read is Nicholas Sparks. And I mean, the that's not close. That is a romance. It was fantastic. Uh, it's not close to it. It is one. It's just not spicy. Mm, it's beautiful. And then um, I always say it's like if Hallmark and HBO had a baby. Gotcha. So, and then uh, I read this book called Outcast. It's Enemies to Lovers. Now, I now, was... Now, is that cliticure? Yes, <laughs> it is. Very much so. So, here's the thing. <laughs> I love reading. Stop it. It's for fun. I love reading series, mm -hmm. but every once in a while I want to stand alone. Like, just okay. I I need a yeah. Breather. Just get yeah. So just I, in and out, if you will. So I keep. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that's like. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyways. Yeah, dunce. So I, I looked up this book. Okay, when you look up books on Goodreads, which is how we keep track of all of our reading, you know. This episode is brought to you by Goodreads. Wouldn't that be I great? I feel like we should be sponsored by them. We should just reach out and be like, "Can we just? <laughs> what um, are they going to give us? You know what I mean? I don't know. So like, okay, I, I'm, I'm looking at the Predator on my dark reads. Okay, not the Predator. No. In parentheses, it says Dark Verse, number one. I know that's the first book in the Dark Verse series, okay? Yeah. So I keep seeing things on Spicy Talk about Outcast. Mm -hmm. And I look it up, and it says Outcast, an enemies to lovers island romance. That's it. Yeah. And I'm like, great. It's a standalone. No. No, it is not a standalone. The reason why it doesn't say, like, number one in whatever series this is is because number two is not even out yet. Oh, so I'm no. stuck. I'm stuck, and I don't know how many more books there are going to be. I don't like to read series as they um, are still going. Right. I want them to be done. Yeah. So I'm very upset. I don't know. And I think it'll a, be fun for you because it'll be, like, that'll be a really cool thing whenever it comes it, out. though. Oh, really? See, I can go, like, years no. and pick a book right no. back up and remember. I need to read them back to back to back. Gotcha. So back to back to back to back. I did that with that book. Do um, they do a lot of back to back in your books? No. Okay. No, I don't know how you would. I'm There's sure ways. someone knows. Um, but that book and then the uh, A Touch of Darkness books, mm -hmm. which is my favorite, Hades and Persephone retelling, that's... Not finished. Right. Neon Gods can, is a standalone, but there's other books that go with it. And that's what I like about the Lexi Ryan books is like... Is that the one that I got you the other day? Yeah, you got me Electric Idols. Okay. Or Electric Idol, which is the second book, but they... They don't go... They're in the same universe, but, but they don't, don't go together. To and that's how like the Lexi Ryan books are is most of her books, you can read one and never read any of the others. Right. So, I'm like... Very upset about this. Now, still, though, I had a few palate cleansers from Dark Romance, but I still needed a little bit more of a break. So now I have branched away from romance altogether, and I am reading um, The Trials of Paul series by Rick Riordan. Uh, Rick Riordan is one of my favorite authors. What, what are these? They're not YA books, are they? Yeah. You think yeah, they're I'd YA? say they're YA or maybe even teen. Yeah. 
So these. But I think YA is technically teen. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Go ahead. I think Twilight is YA, and there's heavy sexual content in that. I think. Okay, so it's a teen novel. Then. Yeah. So, um, Rick Riordan is the author of the Percy Jackson series. I'm sure most people have heard of it. There's a movie out. Don't bother with. I think there's two movies. Don't you didn't bother like with the movies. No. I think I like the movies. Did you read the books? It doesn't matter. I still like the movies. Ugh. I didn't like Ready Player One whenever it first came out because it was nothing like the book. And okay. then I rewatched it and well, was like, nah, it's a good, it's I a good like movie. Him. So I have read the majority of Rick Riordan's books. I absolutely love them. I had started this series a while ago and only read the first book because it was the only one that came out. And I totally forgot what happened. Yeah. So I've read, uh, I just finished book two today, and I'll start book three probably tomorrow. Um, it is taking me a little longer to read because when I have my spicy books, I'm like, what? I got to know. I got to know. Do they get together? Is this going to happen? Right. And this, I I don't know what's going to happen, but I can, yeah. I can pretty much figure out like okay. most of it. So that's what's going on in my life. <laughs> okay. My books. All right. Your so. Turn. Uh, I think the last book that I talked about reading was Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. I'm almost positive. If I didn't talk about that, then the last book I talked about was Meddling Kids, but I'm almost positive it was Fear and no, Loathing in Las Vegas. No, I think you talked Vegas. about Fear and Loathing, yeah. Uh, and I, 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 I did love it. Um, yeah, I think I did because I, I, yeah, I talked about how I did the audio book, and that's the way I feel like you should read that book because mm -hmm. uh, it's really good. So the next book that I read was a Stephen King book. Surprise, surprise. Mm -hmm. But it was a novella, so it was 1922. Um, didn't love it. Mm -hmm. uh, didn't like it, to really? be honest. Yeah, and I've seen the movie because there's a and Netflix you movie. It? Yeah. Can you DNF a book? Me? Yeah. Uh, no, I pause books. Yeah, I cannot DNF a book. No, I have I'll to pause them at some point. Uh, like the only book that I've I've not picked back up, and it's been like a really long time, was the Walking Dead novel, mm -hmm. The Rise of the Governor, just because I just really got like. I was like, I don't, I don't just, I just don't care about this universe. Mm -hmm. But anyways, um, 1922 is a book basically about a farmer who ends up talking his son into helping him kill his wife and is haunted by it. And, um, like there the, is the farmer's haunted by it or the son is. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, there is a Netflix show or movie. Mm -hmm. I watched the movie when it first came out. So it's probably been two years ago or so. And didn't care for the movie too much, so I don't mm -hmm. know why I thought I'd like the book. Well, but sometimes it's, a, it's better. Well, so. it's a Stephen King book, and I was just like, I will read almost any Stephen King novel. Mm -hmm. I probably never will read it, because there's supposedly like a really weird um, part in it where like all the kids do things to each other. Like yeah. they, And I just, the way that it's been described, I'm like, I don't want to hear, I don't want to read that. I don't like no. that. But, um... For the most part, I, I love reading Stephen King books. I really do. And uh, this just wasn't... It was well done. And it was... It was... Since it was a novella. And that's why I wanted to read it. Because I was like, well, I, let me read one of his shorter stories. Mm -hmm. And I did get through it pretty quick. Mm -hmm. Because it was very short. It just wasn't for me. And then I finished reading The Ballad of Black Tom, finally. And that was one that I loved in the very beginning. But as the story went on, I kind of... Lost interest, mm -hmm. I guess you could say. I still think that it was a good book. It just wasn't... 
it felt like there's too many of those books. It's mm-hmm. a Cthulhu book, basically. Okay. And I like those stories, but I think I read that right after reading other Cthulhu books. Mm-hmm. So then it was like, okay, well, I'm just reading the same thing from different perspectives. I think at this that's point. how it was for me with Neon Gods. Because I, I've read the Touch of Darkness series, yeah. Hades and Persephone's, now Neon Gods's, and again, it's Hades and Persephone, right. but it's, it's a totally different retelling. Yeah. So I liked it, but I'm like, eh. Yeah, because in your mind, you're thinking of the other stuff. Right. And that's yeah. kind of how it was. But I do think that it's worth reading. And then I read uh, Treyu, My Life of Crime, Redemption, and Hollywood mm. by Danny Treyu. I need to read that. It is very, very I, good. I love him. He's... And you'll love him so much more whenever yeah. you read this. There's some things that you're just going to be like, oh, I didn't realize that he was not a good husband. <laughs> but uh, he's pretty honest about it, yeah. about how selfish he is and stuff. It was very good, but I, re- I did the audio book, and he mm-hmm. reads it. <clears throat> it was a situation where whenever it first started, I was like, please tell me he's he, he's narrating this. Like, mm-hmm. I want him to be the guy reading his own story. And he started, and I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. And about ten minutes later, I was like, No. I love it so much, but he he reads so slow. Mm-hmm. Not because, like, I don't think it's a situation where, like, he's a slow reader. I think that's just who he is. That's how mm-hmm. he talks. He, yeah. talk, he thinks about everything he says. He's very into it like that. Yeah. Like, he, he, everything means something. So it's not that he can't read. It's that he is just a, that he's a very intense guy. Mm-hmm. So I had to read that book on 1.9 speed. Oh, okay. And then it was great. Yeah. But then that got me hooked on reading audiobooks at like one and a half times oh, the yeah. speed. And now that's how I read my audiobooks. Oh, okay. And it's it's cool. I do like it I've like that. I've never tried to speed them up. Uh, you have to, you can't just jump up to it. Mm-hmm. Like start like by doing just like 1.2 and then do that for like 10 minutes and be like 1.3. Like slowly build up. Like get mm-hmm. used to that speed and then go up and then go up. And then usually like 1.5 to 1.7 is where I kind of, I'm like, if I go any more, I can't understand what they're saying. Because it also depends on who's reading the book. Right. But it was so good. I learned so much about him. I loved it. I I really did. And then I read Zoo by James Patterson. I've been wanting to read this book for a long time. Mm -hmm. There was a TV show about it where animals just start killing people. Mm. And (laughs) there's that word. That's where <laughs> animals start it's killing people. Word. I guess, but I don't like filling words. Every word should mean something. <laughs> so, the book is about animals killing people, and <laughs> what they can do. <laughs> you can't not say "and" though. Conjunction, junction. I know. I really, really liked it. There is a second book in the series i don't know if there's more than that but i know there's a second book i started to read it immediately after this one finished because i really enjoyed this mm-hmm. and i i i had to take a i was like i can't just jump right into it so i had to take a break so then i read seth rogan's yearbook that's what it's called his yearbook it's seth rogan's story mm-hmm. very surprised by how much i liked it not that i don't like seth rogan seth rogan's just not one of my favorite Right. Actors or writers. I love look, Preacher. I loved Preacher. Future Man, I think, is great. I love a lot of his movies. Uh, I, I, it's not like I'm saying that I don't like him. I'm just saying I was surprised how much I did like the book. Yeah. Uh, and then I finished uh, Preludes and uh, Nocturnes. Is that is that, is that? Yeah. The Neil Gaiman Sandman, Volume 1. I finished, yeah. finished that. Finished... Uh, 
Transmetropolitan, mm-hmm. Volume 1. I loved this graphic novel so much. I'm going to definitely keep reading these. Mm-hmm. It's basically, in the future, Hunter S. Thompson. Oh, okay. His name's Spider Jerusalem, so his name's not Hunter S. Thompson, but he's Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah. It's by Warren Ellis, who is an amazing a god in the comic book world. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I really, really like this this story a lot. It's cool because there was like a lot of stuff. Again, it's in the future. There was something called like hybrids, where it's people that are mixing their bodies with alien bodies. They're getting like modifications. So some of them have like alien eyes, and some of them have like alien arms and stuff like that. And the government is coming down on them. And then Spider Jerusalem is writing a story about it, and he's writing it from the outside. So he's saying what these people are doing wrong and what the government's doing wrong. Mm. And it was just a really cool look at a yeah. situation that you can you can really like put that into a bunch of stuff that's going on in society. Yeah. And it was I really enjoyed reading it from that side and, and having someone like a Hunter S. Thompson mm-hmm. give his critique on it. It was it's very good. If you're somebody who likes Hunter S. Thompson and you've wanted to read comics, this is the one to read. Mm-hmm. Loved it. So then I read The Breathing Method, which is another novella by Stephen King. I thought it was really cool. It was very interesting the way that he put this book together. It was like ghost stories kind of is what I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. Because that's what you feel like it's going to be in the beginning is a bunch of these guys sitting around a campfire telling stories. Mm -hmm. And that is what it is, but they don't go into any details on any of the stories except for one. So I didn't like the beginning of it very much because I felt like there could have been a different way of doing it. Not Mm -hmm. to critique Stephen King, who, I mean, come on, it's Stephen King. But there was some stuff that I was like, oh, I want to hear that story that that guy was talking about. And maybe he did other novellas that were about that story or something. I don't know or that was his plan. But The Breathing Method is pretty much about uh, a doctor who had a patient come in. And he it was like back in the day before Lamaze and was teaching her Lamaze pretty much. And it mm-hmm. was crazy. And then um, some stuff happens. And it was just kind of like, okay, well, that, that was kind of a weird twist. <laughs> but... It was just fine. It was just fine. So I finished reading that. And then I finished reading Revival, Stephen King. Okay. Just finished reading that. That was surprisingly good. Oh, yeah? Because it was from from chapter one to the final chapter, I was in it. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like a lot of Stephen King books where it takes me until the end of the book to really get into this. So Revival, I thought, was really good. It's basically... You... You read about this kid's entire life from the time that he's six until he's, like, in his 60s or 70s. Mm-hmm. And it goes through all of his life. He becomes, like, a musician, a drug addict, all these things. And it was a really, really cool story. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a lot of, like, really super weird stuff. Um, I guess, spoiler alert, in case anyone's going to read it, I had no idea at the end of it. It's a freaking Cthulhu book. Oh, my God. I was like, are you kidding me? (laughs) So it was like a really cool story, and I thought it ended great, but I didn't like it because I'm over that stuff for a while. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't burn out on it. I was like, I'm literally reading this so I don't read a Cthulhu story, and it became one. I'm like, are you kidding me? So I'm currently at 33 books for the year. So 33 of 40. So I'm picking it up. And it feels good. I think, it feels I think good. you'll meet your goal. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. I think I you might meet yours. I think I'll beat you this year. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. I'm not, well, I thought I was last year, but we'll see. Well, you're making me sad, which uh, brings us to... Mental Health Check-In. And now, 
it's time for a mental health check-in with Chia and Jake. I know we both have a lot to talk about with this one, and I, I know that we're at almost an hour and a half already, but we've not done a podcast for a while, so, you know. Uh, it is what it is. It is what it is. I I would like to start. Okay. If that's, if that's yeah. okay. I have not felt this good, I don't think, in my entire life. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's a brag or anything. I, it's just I made some, some huge changes in my life that I did not think would affect me the way that they are. Yeah. That has been amazing. Mm-hmm. So correct me if i'm wrong but our goal for this year was health right yeah that was our our uh our yearly goal uh, yeah was was for health yep <clears throat> so i it sounds so weird i'm gluten intolerant yeah and i had no idea and i mm-hmm. honestly was one of these people i knew that people had like celiac disease and stuff like that mm-hmm but I didn't realize that you could also just be gluten intolerant without having that disease. Yeah. I thought the people that would be See, like, that's a gluten allergy. Right. Yeah. I thought that people were just that were like, oh, I don't eat gluten was just like, well, I just don't eat gluten. Like it was some new bougie type. Of I thought it was. Well, or... I, yes and no. I thought it was like a vegan thing. Yeah. You okay. Know okay. I, I like just thought it was like a choice. choice. I thought yeah. it was just a choice. You know, I thought that somebody was just like, oh, I just don't eat gluten. And I'm not. Well, yeah, vegan. Vegan is a choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying you're good or bad for doing it. It just is no, a choice. No, yeah. So, you thought it was I a just dietary never, choice, yeah. Just never thought about it. And then I went three days where all I ate was rice and salmon. Just because that's what you wanted to eat. It's my favorite thing to eat. I'm getting a little sick of it. I've been eating it so much. I figured it happened at some point. But, I mean, ever like for three days, I had two bowls of rice and salmon a day and felt really good and mm-hmm. then i remember i was in in the bedroom and i was changing my shirt and you were like whoa where'd your stomach go mm-hmm. and i was like well i've been eating really good and you're like uh you've only yeah but for two days yeah you're like you would not have lost that much weight in two days mm-hmm. that's crazy yeah and then it was like oh is there something wrong because you know? <laughs> i was like well i feel fine i feel good and then you were like wait a second i don't you've not been eating gluten and i was yeah. like oh what if what if I'm allergic to gluten or something? Yeah. So we set up an appointment with a dietitian. It's a friend of ours, luckily, mm-hmm. and went in and just kind of explained what was going on with me, explained the way that I was feeling, explained like when I eat, because the thing that was happening with me is that whenever I ate, and it, it got to the point where it didn't matter what I was eating because I had so much toxins in my stomach. Yeah. I felt like garbage. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter what it was. I, I I was tired all the time. I could not think clearly. I had brain fog constantly. So we went and talked with the our dietitian and was just like, "Okay, so here's what's here's the way I feel. If I have a a, a meal, I feel like there's a bowling ball in my stomach mm-hmm. depending on what I eat. Sometimes I yeah. just feel like very full." I thought that's how everyone felt. I yeah. thought that whenever you got that feeling of being uncomfortable, it just meant, okay, I full. ate enough. Yeah. That's what you feel like when people say full. Because it hurt. Yeah. <laughs> and I would have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Immediately after I ate. I, we thought I had IBS for a while. Yeah. Because it was like, as soon as I got done eating, I'd have to go to the bathroom. And it's not because I had to go to the bathroom. It's because my stomach hurt. Yeah. So I was like, well, if I go to the bathroom, if my stomach hurts, I'll probably feel okay. And then it became like a habit. Yeah. After a while, it's like, well, this is just the routine. Yeah. So go go meet. Explain what's going on. 
she basically says, it sounds to me like you're gluten intolerant, so here's what I would do. And put me on some supplements. I'm taking probiotics. To, because basically, I guess what's happening is that the, I guess you could say, like, arms or hands that are in my intestines are that reach. Are they I don't know. It's something that reaches out and grabs the proteins that are in the food as it passes through. Over time, if you're gluten intolerant, the, like it'll lay those things down to where they can't pull out the proteins. They can't pull out the nutrients. They can't pull out what you need. And then you have all this tox, all these toxins that are in your stomach, and over time that can leak into your bloodstream, which then goes oh, into your villi brain. Villi, okay. Yeah. And then it goes into your brain. So then all of a sudden you can't think clearly. You're tired all the time. You have no energy. You're you're. It's harder to fight off infections and everything. Like your body's just constantly in like uh, like sleep mode. Yeah. So. Made the changes, and a couple weeks go by. I instantly feel better mm -hmm. because I'm not feeling like I'm walking around with a bloated stomach. Yeah. I'm not feeling like if anyone pokes me in the stomach, it's going to hurt. Mm -hmm. Because that's how it felt. Like, the kids would come up and, like, play punch me in the stomach sometimes, and it would hurt. Mm -hmm. Started feeling better. And then one day I woke up. I think it was last week. I woke up one day and was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I can think it's like it's like if you have to wear glasses mm -hmm. and then you put glasses on that's what it felt like for yeah. my brain was like i can think like clearly you're, you're always used to the fog and then you get that correct and you're like oh this is how it's supposed to be yeah so now i just feel engaged i feel like i am motivated motivated i just feel so good mm -hmm. i'm so happy that i did it mm -hmm. and it's so hard for me to talk to people about because i don't want to make it seem like i'm one of those people it's like you should be glu gluten free yeah because no but dude I, if you I can eat it eat it think there needs to be a certain amount of diet awareness and how yeah. it affects our mind i had no idea there, there's all kinds of reasons why people can have anxiety and depression and stuff and you definitely need to get with a professional and explore all these options it could be something to do with your diet it could be a chemical imbalance it could be past traumas and that's what i like about doing this is putting those ideas in people's heads yeah you could try to start exploring it on your own like we did right but honestly the what it was doing to your mind never occurred to me and so we had to sit down with someone who's who a, professional. a professional right and same goes for anybody out there, find a therapist, a doctor, a dietitian, someone who is a professional and say, hey, this is what's going on with me. Do you think it could be related to diet? Do you mm -hmm. think it could be related to past trauma or anything? There, there's multiple reasons for you having mental health issues. Right. And going to a professional is is one of the best ways but i like talking about it too because maybe putting this out there might put it in someone else's mind like well i feel like minute. that when i eat i do yeah. too or i've tried all these other avenues to help my mental health is it my diet yeah i mean and so i uh, that's a, that's my goal with the mental health check-in yeah. is also to be like hey we just learned something new yeah, it's never yeah. it's never preaching to. No, it's never preaching to. We don't know to. the answers to your mental health. It, yeah, it's yeah. more of like we're it's a round table. We're sitting yeah. here having a conversation, yeah. and we're just saying, well, this is something that I feel mm -hmm. uh, that worked for me. But but you think about that, like she was saying, like gluten was causing 
toxins, well, there's, you know, people can be lactose intolerant. And I'm sure there's other things that people can be intolerant to where you don't have an, an actual allergy is going to, um, when we say allergy, usually what happens is you're, there's swelling, hives, itching, and it can be deadly. That's what most of the time a dietary allergy or any kind of allergy can be. An intolerance can just cause you to feel like crap, like yeah. it was causing Jake. Like, I can eat so, it. I'm just yeah. not going to feel good, so I stopped. I'm sure there's other foods out there that do that to people. And so there could be a whole slew of people out there going through what you were going through, yeah. thinking that they got to jump through hoops or this is just how their life is. And maybe they just need to cut something out of their diet. Well, and then the the other thing I want to say is that number one, it wasn't as hard as we thought it was going to be. No, there it, are it wasn't. so many gluten free substitutes mm-hmm. that are really good. Mm-hmm. We the, did spaghetti tonight and it was so good. Yeah. It was rice noodles, but man, yeah. it tasted amazing. And also I love spaghetti squash. So I'm yeah. looking forward to that next year. Whenever yeah. we make some spaghetti, I mean, we can go buy it, but I want to make it. Yeah. Grow it. I don't want to make it in a lab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, the other thing is that, so it, it it was, there's that, but there's a lot of stuff that just doesn't have gluten in it anyways. Uh-huh. But also the other thing, because so I still am eating some, like there's uh, gluten-free oatmeal cookies that I've been eating that yeah. are really good. The, they're like well, some of the best oatmeal <sighs> cookies I've ever had, mm-hmm. actually. They're really good. Still eating chips and stuff like that. But I'm I'm eating so much healthier because mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that I'm, that I, like I'm not eating any snacks for the, mo- like snack cakes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not really eating any of that. I'm eating a lot of uh, meat and veggies. Mm-hmm. So... Not only is the gluten intolerance kind of taken care of, but then I'm I'm putting good things into my body. Yeah. And it's making me run more efficient. Mm-hmm. I feel so much better. You're giving yourself the good fuel. Exactly. Like the junk watered down stuff. And the other thing that I didn't know that it was affecting was it was affecting my mood. Now we've talked about it before where I used to I used to be a very angry person. Mm-hmm. But it was because I was so depressed and hated my life. Mm-hmm. Because well, I hated who I was. Mm-hmm. So for the last few years, it's like, well, dude, I'm digging what I am. So why am I still having these weird mood swings sometimes where, mm-hmm. like, these bursts of anger will come out? And, it, and we've like been... Like you got very on edge. And we're... I'm very, very, very lucky that we have the communication that we have because I would just tell you. Mm-hmm. I would be like, hey, heads up. I don't know why, but I want to bite your head off today. <laughs> I'm like, you're not doing anything wrong. And if I'm rude, I'm really sorry. I just, I'm, I'm on edge. I've not felt like that since I stopped mm-hmm. eating gluten. And yeah. I'm not saying I won't ever feel like that because obviously yeah. I'm going to be mad about stuff sometimes. But I won't be mad about nothing now. Well, I think a lot of that irritability had to do with that bogged down feeling. That and the fact that I felt like I was in pain. Yeah. I mean, I was, was in, in pain. pain. Yeah. So it was that because you said just tonight we were sitting here, I was playing video games and you was reading a book and you just looked over at me and you were like, you you look better. Yeah, you're like your you face do. looks better. You're like it you, looks you're more not, relaxed. I'm so much more relaxed. Yeah. It, it, so it's just been amazing. Your skin so, looks clear too. Yeah. I'm just noticing that too. I I feel so much better. Yeah. I mean, I think it's the supplements along with the diet, mm-hmm. but I and, and the exercise. I've been going to the gym some, mm-hmm. and it's and even whenever I'm not going to the gym, I'm doing weights here at home. Yeah. So it has been good. So thank you to our friend Krista who suggested that we go talk to a dietitian Mm -hmm. and then thank you to nicole my dietitian for changing my life yeah 
I mean, Definitely. I don't think she'll ever realize how much it means yeah. to me. And we have an appointment with her next Monday. So yeah. a second appointment. And I'm, I don't know how I can explain to her how much she means to me now. Yeah. Like, it's amazing. Yes. So what about yes. you? So, um... My mental health uh, was kind of waxing and waning there for a while. I had made the switch from the only healthcare job I had ever worked. I had started as a tech and then been a nurse. I left that place and um, went to this rehab hospital that uh, I was very angry with my previous job. And there's still things that I don't like about it, but it's the whole the grass isn't greener on the other side type of thing. Mm -hmm. So I went to this other job. And, um, I, right off the bat, I didn't really care for it too much, but I, <laughs> are you taking a picture? Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't like it too much, but I thought it's a new place. It's a new environment. It'll get better. It'll get better. And it didn't get better and it didn't get better. And I didn't have a normal routine and I didn't have normal days and it just stressed me out so much. And then there was a the financial aspect, either um, I'm, I like to be in control of my money. I was used to being able to pick up and make extra money if we wanted to go on vacation or if I wanted to buy something or do something that went over our budget. Couldn't do that there. Uh, being able to pick up was very, very limited. And then we would go through times where not only could I not pick up, but they would call me off. And I don't like when I'm working, I'm trying to work hard and my money's being messed with. I like to have more control over my money. So I went back to my previous job and I, I was going to work both. But once I started back at my previous job at IU, I um, became so much happier. It's just so hard to get like a natural picture. Don't, don't get a, don't get a picture at all. Uh, so that change has helped me so much. I'm back with, um, my previous boss, who that was one of the reasons I was worried to leave IU in the first place, is she's so amazing, and I was worried I wouldn't find another boss like her. Um, heads up, I didn't. So I came back to her and delete that. No way, dude. <laughs> you should have seen the other ones. Oh, my God. And then... Uh, <laughs> um. So you're making you went back because you couldn't find a better boss. Yeah, so I, I went back, <laughs> and I'm, I'm much happier. And I, I started to get more organized here at home. So yeah. my I'm doing good. Yeah, good. Yeah. you did, you. I have noticed that your your mental health has been better because mm -hmm. you, you, you've, like, implemented things in all of our lives lately that has been, like, so helpful to everyone. Like, the, the chart for the kids, like, mm -hmm. the chores. Like, they have the chores that they do. And then you, like, being like, okay, well, here's bonus chores, basically, yeah. where I'll pay you some money. Yeah. And then also, you know, like, I think me having my space out here and you having the bedroom to yourself now mm -hmm. has also been beneficial to you. Because yeah. you can do whatever you want there. Like, yeah. your style of cleaning, you've always said, is, like, different. And you don't like yeah. people being around you while you're doing your thing. Yeah. Because you'll clean and then you'll read and then you'll clean and then you'll watch TV and then you'll clean. Like, that's just the, your, yeah. your process. So you like to be alone whenever you do that. So me being able to come out here and mm -hmm. watch TV while you do that is nice. And I'm not saying I don't ever do anything because that no, made it sound like yeah. I'm like, yeah, you go clean no. and I'm going to go watch the TV. Yeah. That's not what I mean. I'm just saying, like, I, I have I've noticed that you've been happier. You have more mm -hmm. energy. And it's been great. Yeah. It's been nice. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. 
You're pretty. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Um, speaking of pretty people. Mm-hmm. No, and I turned the recorder back on because I want people to know that I'm sorry. No, don't. Don't. <laughs> no, no, I'll because. Be, I'll be, I'll no, 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 no. I don't because I noticed it while I was doing it that I wasn't giving you the attention. <laughs> That you deserve. Are you recording right now? No. Yes, you are. <laughs> no, because I do want to say I because I was I was looking up something for topic of the show and then I got yeah. sidetracked from that. So I was trying to do something while you were talking and it was rude. Yeah. And I could see that it hurt your feelings, and you were trying to be cool about it, and you're like, okay, I'll just be done then. <laughs> and that's that sucks, and I should not have done that. So and thank you for being honest with me whenever I stopped recording, and then you were like, I was like, are you. Did I upset you? And you're like, a little. <laughs> wow. Because, no, you're right. And and then I tried to jump back in and was just like, yeah, I totally see that you're happier now. Let me tell you some other things about what you're doing. So, that's my fault. Uh, that's all right. I love you anyways. Barely. Though. A little less? No, not a little less. A little I less. I might like you a little less. Oh, man. That's fine because I can always fix the like. Yeah. You can't fix the love, but no. I can fix the like. Yeah. So, it's I'm sorry. True. It's all right. I forgive you. <laughs> I just feel like like a jerk. <laughs> Don't feel like a jerk. It's fine. But I am a one. <laughs> no, you're not a I one. I am a one. I no, am a not. one right now. No, it was no. a jerk move. You could you at least give me that. I mean, it was. See? <laughs> I knew you thought that about me. I knew you thought it about me. I can't believe you even said it. You said it on um, live air. I did. It's live. You. Everyone's listening right this second. They're right outside the door. <laughs> That'd be so weird. All right. I love well, you, I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Hold on. Let's, we'll we'll take it our Patreon supporters. <laughs> Seriously, though, I'm not even going to play the music. Thank you so much for the everyone who supports us on Patreon and keeps uh, Chia liking me, I yeah. guess you could say. Uh, but seriously, it does. I know that we do skip weeks sometimes, and I'm sorry. But as you can hear, it was for good reasons. We mm-hmm. were kind of getting things in order, and I've yeah, been trying we, to put out. We always have good reasons. I know. <laughs> I but whatever. You know what I mean? It's not <laughs> yeah, we're trying. Uh, but I've been putting out the solo podcast and stuff. But the people that support us on Patreon, I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. It does mean a lot to us, to the show. It lets us know that people mm-hmm. are interested in it. But it also kind of helps us, uh, you know, get continue to get extra things for the show. It's helping us get to the point to where we could start doing a video podcast, mm-hmm. which in return we will start doing our Patreon supporters. One thing that uh, I've kind of been thinking about is maybe doing like a uh, like a Discord where people can communicate with this through discord mm-hmm. if they're a patreon supporter and also doing uh live streams for uh patreon supporters so there's different things that we're kind of working on right now that we are just trying to show how much we appreciate the support so if mm-hmm. you are interested in jumping in on that it's patreon.com slash laugh and be blessed and thank you to all the blessed ones who are currently giving we love you so much and we really really appreciate you and now for the surprise that i was talking about earlier all right and now time for tots the topic of the show that's right, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone else. Uh, Tots is back. Yeah, we're bringing it back. Um, everybody wanted Tots to be back, and Tots is back. So Chi did not know it was coming back, but you know, I thought that some of our last—I'll be honest—like I feel like some of the last episodes, there's been some really good parts 
in them, but some of them I feel like was just like just okay, and I don't like that. Like they so, were lacking. Yeah. yeah. Um, and somebody kind of brought that up. They were like, you know, we really miss Tots, and I was like, you know what, Tots is fun. I do like yeah. it. So we brought back the topic of the show, and uh, this week the topic of the show is going to come from history101.com. Okay. And that the topic this week is iconic songs that don't mean what you think. Ooh, I've been seeing a lot of these things on TikTok too. Oh, have you? Yeah. I literally just thought of it. Oh, really? That's weird. Oh. Maybe I heard it and like subconsciously thought yeah. of that, but no, I just thought of it because well, I thought be you'd like, be into it. There'll be like TikToks that'll say like. I used to sing this as a kid, not knowing what it meant. Gotcha. Okay. So some of these I think we probably will know. Um, Some of them not so much. So I don't know how many. I didn't look to see how many songs. So I'm probably not going to do all of them. I'm going to kind of like skip through and just pick the songs that like we really know and and just kind of go from there. So I'm going to start with, um, let's see. Let's start with Every Breath You Take by The Police. Okay. All right, so um, Every Breath You Take by the Police. Everybody knows this song for the most part. I do know what this is about. Um, Okay, so, but it is a song that people play, like, at weddings all the time and stuff like that. Like, a really pretty, beautiful song. Over the last few years, a lot of people have been bringing it up. Like, you know, that song sounds really creepy. It sounds very creepy. It's because it is creepy. Mm-hmm. So what what is the song about? Maybe it's not what I thought. I thought it was about someone's kid who died. No. No. Okay. I'm thinking of someone else. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read uh, directly from history101.com. Uh, it says, if you've ever listened closely to the lyrics of Every Breath You Take by the Police, a favorite at weddings everywhere, you may have noticed it's a little creepy. Yeah. Well, that's by design. And this is a quote uh, from Sting. Mm-hmm. It says, I think the song is very, very sinister and ugly, and people have actually misinterpreted it as being a gentle little love song when it's quite opposite, when it's quite the opposite. Uh, it's written from the perspective of an obsessive ex-lover who won't let go. Oh, wow. The lyric, I'll be watching you, becomes a bit disturbing with that in mind. Yeah. So it's actually about uh, a dude who's just basically like, oh, by the way, gonna kidnap you. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, it's, re-listening to the song now is gonna be like, okay, yeah. well, which... It's stalkery. Again, yeah. we've always said that about this song. So it's yeah. like, this is a, a bit much, and it's like, no, 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 that was my point. I yeah. wanted it to be a bit much, and for yeah. some reason, I'm such a beautiful human, everyone thought it was a beautiful song. So maybe just don't sing it so uh, amazing next time. So here's one that I think you will really be into. Okay. Iron Man by Black Sabbath. All right. Um, now, we know, obviously, that this song is not about the Marvel character, mm-hmm. Iron Man. We knew that. Do you think... Oh, time to take trash out. We already did it. We already did it. Thank you, Alarm. (laughs) Um, Can you tell me what you think Iron Man is about? You've listened to it a whole bunch of times, so uh, do you have any idea what this is about? Um, No, I'm trying to think through the lyrics right now, and I don't. Okay, so um, if you listen closely, it's a sci-fi story about a man who sees the future. Okay. So, uh, Geezer Butler... (laughs) Do you know who Geezer Butler is? No. That's the bassist for okay. uh, Black Sabbath. Oof. 
Got you there. Yeah, you did. Uh, so Geezer Butler. I only know two of the original And I'm going to keep saying members. Geezer Butler okay. because what a name. Yeah. Goodness. The, they the, all have great names. Ozzy Osbourne, Tony Iommi, and... Geezer Butler, and then the other guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but, so he, Geezer actually wrote... <laughs> Geezer wrote... Wonder where, could you imagine being his mom? Yeah. Geezer. Geezer, get in here and wash your gizzard. (laughs) (laughs) What a weird thing to yell at your kid. Geezer. What about like what? What about like first day of school? Like what if he's a new kid at the school? I don't think that was his given name. I think it is. Uh, (laughs) So Geezer says. I wrote it about a guy who is blasted off into space and sees the future of the world, which isn't very good. Then he goes through a magnetic storm on the way back and is turned into iron. He's trying to warn everybody about the future of the world, but he can't speak, so everyone is taking the mickey out of him all the time. Uh, man, I wish we spoke like that. <laughs> uh, and in the end of the story, he doesn't even care what happens to the world because everyone was jerks to him. <laughs> So, uh, I, you know, I, it's like, I knew kind of, like, I knew like a taste of that. You know what I mean? Like you can kind of get a taste. All right. That was weird. It just completely stopped recording. So, uh, but we'll just keep going. So yeah. After like reading this, it's like, okay, well that makes sense. Is it recording now? Uh, Yeah, it's recording now. So it's like, okay, well that makes sense. So anyway, so that is, uh, Iron Man. Now (laughs) here's a fun one. How about Mbop? Oh, I have seen this. Oh, so you do know what Umbop is, is about? This is deep. So I did not, yeah, I did not I didn't have either. any this idea about this. This has been a TikTok this. thing. This is deep. Right, so it says the myth, Umbop, isn't really about anything. The song is just a vehicle for getting a ridiculously infectious hook stuck mm-hmm. in your head. But in reality, Umbop is about the fleeting nature of friendship, material possessions, and even life itself. Yeah. So um, Zach Hansen says Umbop represents a, uh, a frame of time or the uh, futility, futility of life. These dudes were in middle school whenever they wrote this song. Yeah. And to have something like that is wild. But then I like I remember being in middle school and I wrote all kinds of like dark poetry and stuff. But you just wouldn't think that Mbop was that. So uh, he goes on to say, things are going to be gone. All that's going to be left are the people you've nurtured and have really built to be your backbone and your support system. And there's plenty of lyrics that give evidence to that in the song. Like uh, the song says, you have so many relationships in this life. Only one or two will last. You go through all the pain and strife. Then you turn your back and they're gone so fast. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. What are you looking at? I I was looking at that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that, that to me, I just felt like I had no idea about that. Um very strange. So, um, the next song, unless you have something, do you have anything no. you wanted out of that? Okay. I, d- I just, the other ones didn't bring out the lyrics and I was going to bring out those lyrics. Got it's you. much deeper than yeah, you thought. Yeah. Yeah. It makes you really kind of appreciate the song a little bit more, but yeah. I'm not going to put it on. Yeah. <laughs> it's I'll like, put it's, it on sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Um, how about You're Beautiful by James Blunt? Do mm-hmm. you know this song very well? I think it's the one yeah. who's like, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, That's what I was thinking. So 
it's kind of the same thing as every breath you take. Oh. A lot of people say, like, they play this song, like, at their weddings and everything. Like, it's a beautiful song, but it turns out it's really not. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's pretty creepy. Like, uh, one of the lyrics is, she's with another man, but I won't lose no sleep on that because I've got a plan. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like, what's the plan, Blunt? Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? Huh. Um... So, I, you know, the thing is, is that I don't know. I don't know. Um, because according to him, he says that the, the it's actually about basically a drunk guy stalking a woman on the subway. Oh, wow. Like, that's what the song is about. So it wasn't even with her. No. Huh. No, like, this isn't like an ex-lover thing. This is yeah. just a dude that's just like, oh, I see this girl that I like on the subway. I know she's with that guy, but don't worry, I have a plan. It's like, uh, what? So that's pre- them? premeditated, my yeah. dude. So that song's creepy. Yeah. I don't like it. 100%. What about the song Turning Japanese by The Vapors? I thought that was just a silly song. Also, had no idea that The Vapors sang it. Also, yeah. have no idea who they are. No, me neither. <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to go ahead and read verbatim because uh, I, why wouldn't I? So, it starts off by saying, get your mind out of the gutter. No, this song isn't about uh, rigorous self-care, according to singer David Fenton, which I was like, I never thought that it was. Oh, okay. Why? Did you think it was? No, I didn't, but I can see why someone would why? think so. Like, like the, 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 the face, your, what? Gotcha. Vinegar gotcha. Strokes. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. Never thought about that. Cause I'm not a pervert. I'm I a didn't good, either I'm a good until it just said that. Uh, it says the song is about going crazy after a breakup and feeling like you're turning into someone else. <laughs> I'm like, and but and why? Why but Japanese? It's exactly what the next <laughs> next <laughs> sentence is. But why Japanese? Yeah. <laughs> it's what it says. Why? It says, according to Fenton, why not? They say it could have been Portuguese, Lebanese, anything that would have fit the phrase. It had nothing to do with Japanese. Okay. I don't like that. To me, is so funny. What? To where it's like, so wait a second. You're just saying that like you don't know who you are, so might as well be Japanese. All right. Okay, so (laughs) that's so strange to me. That's weird. Like it's like. I don't know. Some of these things, I feel like you can't say that. I have to look up that. the lyrics. I feel like some of these things, it's like, dude, you can't say that. You can't be like, this song has a really deep meaning. And then you're going, I think I'm turning Japanese. I think I'm turning Japanese. I really think so. It's like, dude, no. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but weird. How about Closing Time by Semisonic? You remember this song? Yeah. Closing Time. I loved this song yeah. back in the day. Like, really big fan of this song. So does Stanley. Huh? So does Stanley. On The Office? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, oh my gosh, I freaking love you so much. Why? I'm going to read it verbatim again. Did you write this? Did you write this article? Because this is what the article says. The song isn't really about a bar closing. Contrary to what Stanley from The (laughs) Office will tell you, it isn't about Dunder Mifflin closing up for the day either. Really, it was about the birth of singer Dan Wilson's daughter. 
So Dan Wilson says, when I was halfway done, I started realizing the whole thing was a pun about being born. So I just made sure that the rest of the thing could ride with that double meaning, but nobody got the joke and I didn't bother to explain it. Okay. I still don't understand why closing time. Basically, he's saying, um, I thought he said something else in here. Like closing time, I think it's. I think basically what he's getting at is like closing time, like you're due, like get out, like get out of my stomach. Oh, like you're. It's time to be birthed. Like closing time, you don't. You just can't stay here. Okay. It's like, well, you gotta go home. Where's baby gonna go? Though it's closing time, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. What are you gonna do with the also, baby? Also, you. So it's it's about. Baby needing to come into the world. That's what I'm assuming. You're a based dude. Based on what he said. You're a dude, though. So. But I think that's. I, I think that. I know. I'm not looking at it from that perspective. I think that's fine. I think he's just. Like, maybe it's a thing where the his wife was just like, I got to get this baby out of me. And he was just like, closing time. You know what I mean? <laughs> he started doing the thing. But. Um, try to, like, coax the baby out. Like. Yeah, but I find it also very funny that uh, when he's thinking of parenthood, um, his first thing is getting drunk. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, being a parent, being in a bar, same thing. Same thing. That's what's going to happen. They go together. So, that, that's. So, here's the, here's the lyrics to Turning Japanese. Okay. I've got your picture of me and you. You wrote, I love you. I wrote, me too. I sit there staring, and there's nothing else to do. Oh, it's in color, and your hair is brown. Your eyes are hazel and soft as clouds. I often kiss you when there's no one else around. I've got your picture. I've got your picture. I like a moaning of you over myself. I want a doctor to take your picture so I can look at you from inside as well. You got me turning up and turning down and turning in and turning around. What in the world? Dude, that song, you can't tell me that's about losing your mind. No sex, no drugs, no wine, no women, no fun, no sin, no you, no wonder it's dark. I mean, I guess. But, okay, so yeah, the lyrics do sound like a very sad song. Yeah. Why play it like that? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Um, weird. One by U2. Um, fun fact, out of all the bands in the world, I think I hate U2 the most. Yeah, I know you do. And I don't know why. I'm indifferent to them. But... I don't know why. I just, I, they've not done anything to me. Mm-hmm. I just don't like their music at all. Yeah. So it's not that I hate them. I just don't like the music. Like, I won't listen to it. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm not a fan. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry <laughs> to everybody that is. But the song One, mm-hmm. a lot of people love this song. Um, but like the words, like we're one, but we're not the same. We get to carry each other. Um, a lot of people like play this song at their weddings. They're like, Oh, Mm -hmm. this is beautiful and everything. And Bono's like, I've certainly met a hundred, a hundred people who've had it at their weddings. And I tell them, are you mad? It's about splitting up. This song's (laughs) about breaks up, breakups. So here's a fun one. And I've not read this. I don't know what it's going to say, but, uh, I'm curious about this. Gangnam Style. Okay. Yeah, I have no idea. Again, I thought it was another fun, silly song. So, unless you speak Korean, you probably have no idea what Psy is, I think it's his name, Psy, is singing about in Gangnam Style. 
but uh, that didn't stop the catchy song and ridiculous video from spreading like wildfire. The song has over 3.5 billion views on YouTube wow. as of February 2020. So what's it all about? First, for context, Gangnam Style is a famously well-off district in Seoul. Okay. Or Gangnam is a, uh, a district in Seoul, sorry. The silly video and song is a satire about the way people live outside their means in order to appear wealthy to others. In the video, Sai is always shown in glamorous situations, which are eventually revealed to be much less luxurious than they seem. Human society is so hollow, and even while filming, I felt pathetic, Sai commented in a behind-the-scenes interview. Each frame by frame was hollow. Wow. That is a deep song, dude. Are you kidding me? That's crazy. I had no clue. No. Like, not none at all. I thought it was just a fun little song. Uh, Total Eclipse of the Heart by Bonnie Tyler. You want to talk about that? Yeah. Turns out the lyrics, Now There's Only One Love in the Dark, isn't a metaphor at all. This song is about vampires. What? This song is about vampires. Total Eclipse of the Heart. What? I've got to say it as many times as possible. Total Eclipse of the Heart is about vampires. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, after hearing Meatloaf's Bad Out of Hell, Tyler approached songwriter Jim Steinman, who happened to be writing a musical version of Nosferatu at the time. The spooky themes crept their way into Tyler's song. In fact, the original song title was Vampires in Love. Oh. Which is admittedly a little too on the nose. Check out the gothic vibes in the music video. So, um... You know what? Let's go ahead. Let's pull up the music video real quick. We're going to have to put it on mute, though. I would like to watch the music video. Okay, so we got it on YouTube here. Uh, Let's hit play. Let's get started. Okay, so right away, it's a very creepy house. Yeah, very gothic. Yeah, Yeah, everything's dark except for one window, and we're zooming in on the window, and then we go in, and there's a lot of tonics everywhere. It looks like a lot of glass. Yeah. Bonnie Tyler's standing there. She's all in white in a very white room. There's a dove. That's nope. very vampire. Oh, a creepy doll in the corner. Left yes. corner, creepy doll. Some, some, some swinging, swinging lights. Swinging chandeliers, if you will. A lot of candles in this yeah. room. So, uh, full oh, moon. Full moon has nothing to do with vampires. Yeah, that's, that's more... Oh, we got some pixelation going on. Is that, that's in the actual video. No, that's, it's not. Yes, that is the actual video that is going on. For some reason, it is doing that. I think that that's legit. I don't think it's on purpose, no. uh, per se. That's but I think the YouTube video was doing that. So, okay, now oh, we got... Some, a, some dude's coming in. Yeah, walking in a dark room. We didn't see his face, but he nope. had a suit. Oh, oh creepy eyes. Creepy eyes, glowing eyes. Yeah, so that was yep. that was kind of vampire-ish. And doors just opening on their own. She's, she's kind of floating, floating down the hall. floating through the hallway. There's a lot of uh, schoolboys in a room, and then their shirts are slowly opening. It's pretty creepy. Almost button. got a panty shot yep. from Bonnie T- Taylor. Tyler. This is very, Bonnie Tyler. very gothic. Yeah, there's like oh, a creepy kid. Oh, he looks very kid. vampire-ish. Yeah, that was a creepy vampire kid. Now there's some kids in, in, speedos. in Speedos getting water thrown on them. Oh, we have some ninjas. <laughs> now there's is, some ninjas. What is going on here? How did you not know this was about vampires, obviously? <laughs> There was uh, there, now there. There's a toast, uh, toast, toast and tuxedos. So can we assume they're drinking blood? 
nope, oh, that's no. water. <laughs> they show us. They show us that there's no blood in the cups. Oh, oh fencing. fencing. <laughs> Obviously, because you go from ninja to and, fencing. And, and gymnastics. Little gymnastics action. Oh, weightlifters. <laughs> or tumbling, yeah. Oh, fencing again. Um, uh, so far, uh, there was a one dude with glowing eyes in the beginning, and, and, and it made you little, think. No, that little kid looked vampire-ish. Sure, or he just needed a meal. We're not sure. Oh, okay, now we've got some, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like greasers. I feel, I feel like we're in Beat It now. Yeah, I was thinking grease. Like, they're on, like, yeah. le- these guys in leather jackets and, like, walking up the stairs, but they're, like, doing it, like, West Side Story style. Like, you gotta rock it in your, your pocket. pocket. Be cool. Oh, football boy. players. Oh, yeah. Very, yeah. All, oh, and then uh, she just, she hugged herself. In the mirror. In the mirror. Um, that's, <laughs> this is, I don't, I was so lost. I, I, I want to, maybe this can be a segment we do now where we watch a music video on mute because I have no idea what's going on in this I don't all. either because I don't know the lyrics very well. No. All I know is <laughs> total eclipse of the turn around. Every now and then I get a... I can't sing it because I'm going to cuss. Uh, oh, why? <laughs> because of the, the old school movies oh. and stuff like that and Starsky and Hutch. All right, now she's running outside, outside but yeah. it looks Down like... Down some steps. Yeah. It's all dark. Uh, oh, oh, we got a guy in underwear doing a cartwheel. Okay. A no-handed and cartwheel. And the doors just keep opening by themselves, but they're the same doors. I think she needs to get yeah, that and, looked into. And it's a bright light I, going on. Oh, oh the dinner was the not good. <laughs> it was not a good dinner. These guys are throwing oh, plates. But they're laughing. Still in tuxedos. Oh, he the the fencer was taking he his mask his off. Face. He was going to reveal his face. They are taking a long time we to only set saw that the table chin. up. Yeah. Well, oh, that guy's very well, glittery. He, no, I think he was waterboarding himself. He had to lift that mask off. Oh, okay. okay. Choir boys with glowing, glowing eyes. eyes. That okay. does look creepy. Yeah. So, um, oh, oh he's one's flying, flying one's flying, one's <laughs> flying. Look out! He looks like a priest. It's a flying. Look, he's got a priest okay. collar on. Okay, but he's well, a little boy. Yeah, That's why is creepy. it vampires yeah, in love? Yeah, like, <laughs> why are you in love with a little boy, oh, speedo lady? Speedo boys running, running. I mean, okay, granted, okay. if he's a School vampire, boys with shirts open. If he's a vampire, he could be very old, but it's still oh, creeping it's me ballet. out. <laughs> well, everyone knows that vampires love ballet, obviously. Look at the guy. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. I need you to look. I need you to watch this. How he like. I need you to look at the guy that's to the back, to the left of her, real quick. I need you to see what he's doing, just like right here. <laughs> nope, not even him. It's the next scene. That guy was fun too, but watch this guy right here, like just to the left. Look, look at this guy. <laughs> this oh my god! Why are there so many almost naked little boys in this, dude? Oh, look oh. how bad that guy's acne was. Oh, my gosh. His Can acne? I slow His this acne? down? How do I slow this down? Is there a speed thing on this? Uh-oh. That's not it. <laughs> yeah, this guy that's, like, doing, like, a little back bend thing in front of her. He's thrusting his pelvis in He's front He's got of her? some chest acne going on. Uh, <laughs> there's that guy again. <laughs> so stupid. Look, that guy. No, no, not that guy. The next, the next, this guy, like, and it's just that's for a split second. Her? Yeah, it's for a split second. Look at that. Did I, you see that? I think that was a nipple. Dude, <laughs> right above it, though. No. I swear. Right above his nipple, there is, like, a boil or something going on in this guy. 
I don't know, dude. Look, there's two. Unless he has two nipples side by oh, side. Oh, okay. I kind of yeah. seen it. Hundred percent. Well, you think that Bonnie would have like it was in her face? You think she would have been like, "Hey, get that checked out before you're in my video." Well, oh, maybe it's split part of being it. a vampire. And then all the choir boys now are are dancing around her with with glowing I, eyes, and I then. Don't. Nothing in this makes sense. But if you, like, they think that you're going to focus on her, oh, now what's now happening? Now this guy has wings and he's coming to get her. That's the vampire. That dude, that looked like, uh, the, the dude with the wings, that looked like on um, Never Ending Story. Yeah. Remember the, the, the guy who, like, pretends to be good, but he's really working for the, the bad, uh, the, he's like a bird guy, and he's just yes. like, yeah, that was him. Uh, 100%, that was, that's oh, who it was. Oh, you're talking about the second Never Ending Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, doesn't get mentioned too often. Yeah, so they think. So here's the thing with music videos: is they think that you're going to pay attention to the singer. And yeah. normally, if you're listening to it, you do. But if you no, mute it, no. Every time I watch a music video, I get really annoyed because all I can sit there and think. Not all of them, because some go okay, but other sure. times I'm like, this doesn't have anything. And nothing with this to do. Song. Yeah, nothing. Like to do I with heard the song. song and wanted to watch the video because I wanted right. to see. Oh, it, it's like, daytime now. Okay. It's daytime now, so I don't know. What she, it looks like she's leaving. Okay. Um. Well, how are they all outside now? Okay. So it's, this the, looks like a school now. It is a school. It okay. turns out it was a school the whole time. Yeah. So that's why there's a little boys and there's. Oh, she rubbed his little face. This looks like a but Pink Floyd. But I thought they were vampires. How are they outside? I don't know. This feels sun, like something from Pink shiny. Floyd. Oh, and look how like sexual that handshake is. And yeah. it's with a child. It's with a child. Yeah. Oh, and he has glowing, glowing eyes. eyes. So maybe he's, he's he in high school. He might look like a, a child, but he might be 100 years old. That's what I said earlier. You wasn't listening. Um, this <laughs> this seems like it's at the end of uh, Pink Floyd's The Wall at okay. this point. So nothing in this indicated vampires. No, the, except for the glowing eyes and the flying at one point. But, but that could have been demons, anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. That was the worst. <laughs> All right. All right. I highly recommend you watch. Go and watch that. Uh, On mute. You don't want if you if you have if you're able to do it, I would love if you would do us a favor. Watch that music video, hit play when we start talking about it, and watch it with, with us, us and listen yes. to hear what yes. we're saying. Maybe I'll just clip it out. Yeah, I'll see if I can clip that out and yeah. then post Th- the music video. There's a few rewinding, so try to keep yeah. up with that. All right, like a virgin. Okay. Uh, I feel like I heard this not too long ago too, but I can't remember what. So it is not about losing your virginity, and it has nothing to do with what they're talking about in Reservoir Dogs either. So according to the songwriter, Billy Steinberg, who we just seen on... Oh, that's what we've seen on. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, the song is about leaving a bad relationship and beginning a new positive romance. Yeah. So we just seen that on To Tell the Truth. Yeah. Um, so the words, I'd been had, I was sad and blue, but you made me feel shiny and new are a dead giveaway. See, I, I never thought it was being an actual virgin either but the song i'd been had Mm -hmm. i either thought it was someone who had been in a lot of sexual relationships that were not gratifying or someone who had been raped trigger yeah well (laughs) yeah sorry no but i think you are right yeah yeah so i never took it as someone i mean it says like a virgin so obviously it's not saying i i am a virgin yeah saying yeah, I agree with you, though. I, yeah. I never knew what it was about, but I didn't think it was about virginity. Uh, how about Barracuda by Heart? I have no idea. None at all, but I love it so much. It's got one of the mm-hmm. greatest um, riffs ever yeah. in a song, and you've seen it live. I have. So, um, uh, 
Barracuda has some scathing lyrics uh, to match the amazing guitar riff. The words, so this ain't the end, I saw you again today, I had to turn my heart away, might have tricked you into thinking this song was about an ex-lover, and no, it's not about a fish either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obviously, that was a dump. <laughs> Take that out. Um, so what is it about? Well, it's actually about Hart's old record label, who was Ooh. who was uh, spreading some truly disgusting and untrue rumors about the sisters. Um, the Wilson sisters. Uh... So, some of the lyrics is Whisper Game. It says, and if the real thing don't do the trick, uh, you better make up something quick. Since the label couldn't stop Hart from being successful, they had to make up something to try to ruin the band. Oh. So, that's what was going on. So, that's, uh, that. I like that. And try they, to come in between sisters? Come it, on. It honestly kind of makes me like the song a little bit more, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest with you. So, what about Take Me Home by Phil Collins? Mm-mm. You know the song, though? Mm-mm. You don't know the song? It's like, take, take me home. Okay. That's someone I want to love. <laughs> take. Yeah, I think that's the song. <laughs> uh, it's not about uh, a man feeling homesick. Uh, <laughs> Phil Collins on the show VH1 Storytellers says that uh, the song has a darker meaning. Evidently, oh, weird. Phil Collins yeah. has a song that has a dark that's meaning why I was in like, it. like, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, evidently the lyrics, there's no point escaping, are meant more literal than you might think. Collins said he wrote the song about someone in a mental institution. Oh. The lyrics are heavily inspired by Ken Kesey's novel, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, wow. That's wild. Huh. So, um... Ooh, how about Waterfalls by TLC? Uh, I feel like I do know what this is about. It's a, it's about, I mean, I feel like this is self-explanatory, so maybe not. What do you think it is about then? I, I mean, it, it plays out in different scenarios of where you should have stayed close to home and, and you shouldn't have gone chasing after things. Uh, like a love interest or street credit. I mean, I think like yeah, that. I think I think that's that's uh, I think it's pretty close because basically it's a, the song and music video portray deep issues like violence and the illegal drug trade, mm-hmm. unprotected sex leading to HIV and AIDS. Uh, but you might not notice if you're not paying close attention because uh, some of the lyrics says his health is fading and he doesn't know why three letters took him to his final resting yeah. place. I so, always, since I was a kid, I knew what that was about. Yeah, I guess I just never really thought of it. Yeah. I mean, I thought, like, hey. She gives him loving that his body can't handle, and all he can say is, baby, it's good to me. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, you're. it makes sense. Yeah. I, I mean, I always thought it was something along those lines as, like, you know, don't go chasing water, stick to the rivers and the lakes like you're used to. Like, mm-hmm. I just thought it was, like, don't live above your means. Like, just do, do you. Like, yeah. don't try to be someone no, you're not. I can remember watching that music video and the part where he looks takes a glimpse in the mirror and doesn't even recognize his own face mm-hmm. is is because he's sick gotcha okay. and then three letters i knew right. what that meant too yeah yeah lsd no. um no. No. <laughs> all right summer 69 by brian adams nope do you but you know the song yeah it was the summer of 69. 69. i right. figured it was about the summer of 69 uh the song's pretty straightforward right it's being it's about being a kid, starting a band, falling in love, all the su- in the summer of 1969. Well, that's only partly true. Take it from Adams himself. 
who said, Yes, I did get my first guitar that summer at the Five and Dime, and it's true that I played it until my fingers bled. Uh, this is an interview with Rolling Stones where he's talking about this. But as for the rest of the song, uh, Adams was only 10 years old in 1969. Hmm. So it's doubtful he'd have a job working at uh, the drive-in, so what gives? He says, if I'm really coming clean, I should admit that my buddy Brody bet me I couldn't write a hit song with 69 in the title. Oh. <laughs> That's, the, dude, the That's whole song funny. is a joke. That's funny. He's like, bro, 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 <laughs> Brian. I can do it. Hey, Brian. Put 69 in it. I dare you. <laughs> you should do it. <laughs> dude, I guarantee you won't get away with it. Just put 69 in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. What a bro song now. Yeah. Uh, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. That is about LSD 100%. So that's what everybody has always said. Everybody yeah. says that it is about LSD because L-S-D. Lucy, Lucy Sky, Sky Diamonds. Diamonds. So people and have it's long... it's too. It, right. People have long asserted that Lucy is about Lennon's experiences with psychedelic substances. Take the first letter from Lucy. Yeah, okay. We, I, ju- I already we said just that. just said that. Uh, but according to John Lennon, the real meaning is much more innocent. Uh, Lennon's son, Julian, brought home a drawing he'd done at school. It was a picture of his friend Lucy in the sky with diamonds. I can see Lennon lying about this. Uh, this statement has been confirmed by the other Beatles and Julian's classmate Lucy herself. I can see them lying about uh, this. I don't think so. I think that that I think that that's probably awful true. awful big coincidence. I mean, I guess awful big, especially knowing about how their songs were, and then they right. went over to India with the Guru, and then their songs changed. Well, I don't know. The Beatles have so many weird songs. I don't know if it's on here. I'm just going to skip down real quick because I want to see because uh, it's probably not because it's very obvious what the song's about, but the Silver Hammer song, mm-hmm. that's uh, like they literally wrote a song about a serial killer. Mm-hmm. That's just so strange to me. All right, let's talk about Rich Girl by Hollow Notes. Do you know mm-hmm. this song? You're a rich girl. Oh, yeah. But you can't do fine with your kiddle. You know that song? Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly how it goes. Man's <laughs> money. Uh, okay, so. Um, and the guy in question's name is Victor Walker. Walker is the. <laughs> why did they start it like that? That's so weird. Uh, Walker is the ex boyfriend of Daryl Hall's girlfriend at the time, Sarah Allen. Walker's dad owned several restaurants, and Victor was happy to party with his dad's money until one day it caught up to him. Walker showed up at Hall's door one day, burned out from all that living in excess, uh, feeling inspired and perhaps a bit of, uh, whatever. That's a weird Schadenfreude? I don't know. Uh, Daryl penned the lyrics. When singing it, the words "rich boy" just didn't sound right, so they swapped it, swapped the sex, and that's how the number one hit was born. So it was oh. literally about a guy. Okay. So that's strange. Hotel California. I know what Hotel California is about. What is it about? Hotel California is about um, not an actual hotel. Right. It's about um, getting trapped by. Your demons, pretty much. Uh, yeah, for the most part, yeah, yeah, you are right. And I knew this one, um, but it's it's about basically the uh, excess of, yeah, American culture. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, it was, for them, it was like they got what they wanted in the music industry, and then they were like, oh, this is what's trapping us. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. You're, you're right. That's basically what it is. Yeah. I mean, for them, that, that was their demon, but anyone seeing yeah. it, it's... 
Uh, in the air tonight. In the air tonight. There's a lot of speculation about yeah, this. It, so it is not about a kid drowning. No. So that's what a lot of people say. Though. A lot yeah. of people say that the song is about... I thought it was about someone, because I listen to Eminem. You know that song about that one guy who saw another guy drowning? Or Yeah. This is like that you, one song, yeah. Yeah, that you watched some other guy drown some other guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what's always been weird. Yeah. It's just like, so Phil Collins watched a dude watch a dude drown? Yeah. So you watched a dude drown. Yeah. <laughs> like that's That was always the thing. Uh, but I, I feel like I heard someone else say that. Mm-hmm. I don't remember where, though, but it, it must be on a movie. But that's not... <gasps> no. This is more like... Uh-huh. Break up isn't it? Uh, let's see. Um, is it? Says Collins has set the record straight without much luck, though he admits that he, even he doesn't know exactly what the song is about. Oh, okay. So it's not about anything. The only thing I can say about it is that it's obviously an anger. It's the angry side of the or the bitter side of a separation. Okay. So pretty much about a breakup. Yes. But yeah, no one was drowned in the making of that song. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, Wake Me Up When September Ends by Green Day. Nope. Now, I'm very vocal about saying this. I take it back. I will listen to YouTube before Green Day. Okay. Um, I'm not a fan. I feel like Dookie was an okay album, but anything after that I can't stand. Uh, and I'm sorry. I know that they are huge. People love them. They're amazing. I get it. I, I just, it's not for me. Um, so... Uh, American Idiot is a political rock opera penned by Billy Joel, uh, Billy Joe Armstrong and Company. Based on the music video and the themes shown throughout the rest of the record, you might have assumed that this was an anti-war song. Um, however, Armstrong says he actually wrote this song about his father who died of cancer when Armstrong was only 10 years old. The song took on another meaning after a blogger paired the song with footage of the Hurricane Katrina disaster. Green Day performed the song with the ed- with the edge of you two. Of course you did, you oh my God. sons of guns. Of course you guys would pair up. Gosh, you know how much I'd hate that concert. Jeez. During the halftime show of the first football game played at the Superdome following Katrina. So, um... Okay, I see. I never heard that it was anti-war. Somebody told me that the song was about him um, uh, being molested whenever he was younger. Oh, well, that's the. Yes, that's that, not it. it. That's good. Yeah. Because that I was like, well, whoa. whoa. Uh, all right, you got to fight for your right to party by the Beastie Boys. That is about fighting for your right to party. I I feel like that's pretty obvious. The yeah. song sounds like it's about partying, and it is. Only it's meant to be a parody of other testosterone-charged party anthems. Ironically, the song is poking fun at the audience that wound up loving it. Wow. They wrote the song as a joke to these dudes who would like the song, and then they liked the song because they were so good at the parody. Oh, my God. There were tons of guys singing along to Fight for Your Right who were were oblivious to the fact it was a total goof on them, said Mike D. In any case, the song shot to number seven on the Billboard Hot 100 and remains a staple on rock and roll radio stations and in frat houses around the world. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. I, I, I love that. I, that yeah. yeah. Hey Ya by Outkast. Mm, don't know. Uh, okay, and I mean, it's a great song. I know song. the kids love to sing it. So. I, I mean, who wouldn't love to sing Shake It Like a Polaroid Picture? Don't um, shake it, though. 
Well, but listen close to the lyrics next time the song comes on and your smile will quickly fade. According to Andre 3000, the song is about a couple stuck in a bad relationship that stays together and remains miserable because they think it's what they're supposed to do. Take these lyrics, for example. Know what they say. It's nothing lasts forever. Then what makes love the exception? Why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, are we still in denial when we know we're not happy here? Wow. Now that's... Ice Thank cold. <laughs> mom and dad for sticking two together because we don't know how. Yeah. Uh, losing My Religion by R.E.M. Contrary to what you might think, losing my religion is not about having a crisis of faith. The phrase is often used in the South to describe being at your wit's end. Huh. And R.E.M. singer Michael, Stru- Michael Stipe explained the song in an interview with Rolling Stone. He says, I hate to make this comparison, but religion is similar in theme to every breath you take by... The police. Hmm. So he uh, he said it's just a classic obsession uh, obsession pop song. That's weird. Obsessive. No, obsession? it says it's just a classic obsession pop song because it's about being obsessed with something. Okay. Uh, I've always felt the best kinds of songs are the ones where nobody can listen to it, put themselves in it, and say, "Yeah, that's me." Huh? Anybody? I said oh. we're nobody. It's where like, anybody can listen because okay. I was like, that doesn't make any <laughs> sense. But that is the topic of the show. That is the that was fun. That is the show this week. We will. I hope um, you guys uh, stayed for all of it. Yeah, I mean, this is a two and a half hour episode. Yeah. You know, we we felt bad by leaving you guys out for so long. We wanted to give you a little extra. So yeah. uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We really do appreciate it. We love you guys so much. Follow us on Facebook. Blah 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 blah. All that stuff. Um, but honestly, you should follow us at Jake and She Rubles Blessed Ones because I'm going to make a post about the board games that we need to uh, do a poll on. You let us know what ones you want us to play and talk about. We're going to do that. Go watch that ridiculous vampire song. <laughs> and uh, On mute. Watch it on mute. That's the way to do it. I think, I, I think I'm going to choose a weird, just a random song. Yeah. From now on, we're going to do a segment. A yeah. random song. And we're going to watch it on mute on, on the podcast. Unless people are like, this sucks. Yeah. But that's what I like. So, uh, love you guys. Thank you so much for hanging out. And uh, have a great week. And if you're having a bad week, there's just one thing to do. Laugh and be blessed. And just, you know, I don't figure out why it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> just, <you know. laughs> I mean, that's not going to fix everything. Just so you know. I know it sounds like it's going to fix everything, but it's not going to fix everything. I love you.